Joey Hand. American badass. Like, let's just leave it at that. One word to describe this dinner with racers. I would say enlightened because I learned a new word today. What's what's the new word? Ninja foot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley alongside Sean Heckman, and we are driving to LAX right now so I can leave this podcast and get the hell out of California. Don't you dis California. Don't you dis California, Ryan Eversley. Now, I say that because this episode has a very particular relevance to California, but first, let's set it up. So Ryan and I drove 12,000 miles across 29 states in our Honda Odyssey, and that Honda had uh, what kind of tires, Ryan? Got metal tires. Cross contact LX20. But as opposed to uh, last year where we kind of went round trip through Atlanta, we actually started this trip in California. And even though our first couple of episodes were in Atlanta after Petit Le Mans, the real trip began after the World Challenge finale in early October. And Ryan and I hit the road in Northern California to our first stop in the beautiful city of Elk Grove, California, which is just outside of Sacramento. And we met on the official National Sausage Pizza Day uh, to meet up with none other than Joey Hand. Now, I'm a huge fan of Joey, so it was really cool to get to sit down and kind of see him in his private life. He's not very public about things like that, but he gave us a lot of time, talked about family, talked about traveling in Europe the last couple of years, and sort of the things that he appreciated from his career. And as a guy that looked up to him for the beginning of my career and still continues to to this day, it was really cool to kind of get that sense of him from the the driver that he is. So for those who don't know Joey's background, he's one of the most decorated modern sports car drivers out there. Uh, began his career, like many of us, in karts. Actually, Joey and I came up about the same age in Northern California karting, uh, and then uh, moved on to several of the open wheel junior ranks, Pro Mazda Series champion, drove uh, the Formula Atlantics, won several races there, uh, before eventually turning to sports cars and becoming a factory BMW driver where he won a ton of big races, won the Rolex 24 at Daytona overall, uh, and then uh, eventually drove in the DTM, which he talks about, uh, before transitioning to his current role as a uh, factory driver in the Chip Ganassi-run Ford GT program, where, uh, in addition to winning several races this year in IMSA, went on to one of his biggest achievements in his career, which was winning this year's GTE Pro category of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So we went to a great Mexican restaurant uh, near where he lives called Plaza del Sol. I had the enchiladas, which he recommended. And I had the chicken sandwich. Take it away, Joey Han. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. Joey Han. There he is. <laughs> No, 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 waiting on you. Waiting on you. Yeah. This is your show. I don't know how we're actually, how it actually works. Oh, you'll see. I mean, I listen At least he gave the right answer when he lies. <laughs> He's like, oh, Most people, when they lie, they say they've heard it. Um, give us the, the worst thing. They're like, I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's the a common one. I haven't giveaway. seen all the episodes. <laughs> oh. I saw, I, uh, this is the first Tommy Kendall one. There you oh, go. Cool. Okay. The Taylor Brothers until 
So you know what we're getting into. I was, yeah. Cool. First yeah. things first. Why did you try to punch Mika Salo at Long Beach, uh, Laguna? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try to punch him. Where were you? How do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> Which direction were you standing? Okay. Uh, we have our sources. Yeah. Wow. A, what, what, what's That's the guy's impressive. name? Uh, you mean, uh, we'll, we'll go by an alias. His name is uh, Dustin... Marks. Marks. Yeah. Um, yeah. A guy named Dustin oh, Marks yeah. said, ask him about the time. And yeah. I, I don't well, even know what that, that's about. That actually, that was a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> believe it or not, I swear. Uh, he It was when I was driving for Milner, the BMW days. Or, no, 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 it wasn't. It was, it was Ray Hall days. And uh, we were on track, and he came in. It was all bent out of shape. Like, oh, you. It was right after the driver's meeting. I know where we're standing. We're standing right by the tire facility there, out of the driver's meeting, you know? And he got all bent out of shape. He's like, oh, why you blocked me and this and that? And I'm like, dude, I didn't even drive last session. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bill. <laughs> right. Bill's standing right there, Auburn, you know. And and Solo would hear nothing of it. I mean, the short story. He's just like, man, was, I knew it was you. They said it was you. I'm right. like, I, I, I didn't drive. Not me. I mean, I'd, I'd right. say, I'll, I'll have a, a throwdown fight with you if you want <laughs> over it. But it really wasn't me. And Bill steps in. And Bill's all, uh, yeah, man, that was that was me. It was, he wasn't even out there. It was me. Solo wouldn't even talk to still me. Still no. He still nice. was on me. I don't know what he had on <laughs> me, man. But uh, yeah, short short part of it is then he he flicked my hat and I dropped. I had my backpack on because I came straight in from the parking lot. You know, right. you know how it works. Really right, good. right. And uh, and then it just was just a little push. Just bam, right. pushed him. And is that the is that the trigger? Everybody. Flicking my hat. Yeah, it's like, not like a good, no one touches that's my That's not hat. a good start. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good start to our relationship. Let's put it that way. Right. Even my son knows better than that. <laughs> Don't touch the hat. <laughs> You'd think I had a toupee or something under there. So, right. But it's it's real. Yeah, fair enough. Fair is enough. Mika Salo normally like that, or is it just like he's having a cranky he kinda, day? Or? He kind of was like that. Yeah. I think he was like that a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he was just always – I didn't talk to him that much until that day. Sure. And then actually after that, I think he figured out it wasn't me. <laughs> a few races later, and he became like, kind of like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, didn't, like, yeah. He wouldn't apologize, but somehow, yeah, he's then all of a sudden, like he was my buddies waving all the time. He was probably helping you help him get a job later or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. It's like this guy's doing a good job. He was always a guy. He was always tough on track, man. That yeah, guy was tough on track yeah. for sure. That was a good. That was a good one. Ju- see, Justin, Justin's got a, a, a memory like yeah. you wouldn't believe. Him and Brian Sellers, yeah, are my go-to. I know Sellers is close with you too. Yeah, he's yeah. my go. Those are my go-to. Hey, remember that time? I just can't remember. I think I drove I drove way more hot race cars than they did. Okay. And boiled my blood. Yeah, or something. everything's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's gone. Everything's gone. That's why I tell my wife anyway. That's yeah, easy. It's a good excuse. So uh, you mentioned Oberlin. Everyone that we have interviewed who's dealt with Oberlin has an Oberlin impression. It's <laughs> true. And you spent like forty <laughs> years with the guy. So uh, if you get you got to there's got to be something. The, the in one, the, the one. I mean, this we always used to do it because you know when you do. <laughs> Your picture, your headshot, or something. Right, it's yeah. like I'm Joey Ann from Sacramento. It's uh, I'm. It, it almost blends into Blobberman. Blobberman. I'm, yeah. I'm Blobberman from Redondo Beach, California. You know those. Right, that right, was right, his right. thing. Right. That's always we made made fun of him. But I don't have a good Auburn impression. I just know that, you know, he's a he's an exciting. Yeah. He's an exciting interview. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, for it's, sure. Uh, he's a good. He does a really good job. Well, that was actually one of the things we were talking about when we were driving in. Is that I would say in the modern era, especially of sports car drivers, you're you're considered one of the greats, and and yet in terms of like media exposure, social media, all that kind of stuff, I would argue that you're not as exposed as some of the other guys. Um, yeah. Is that a conscious choice? That's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> no, I, but is I it mean, is it because you're worried you're going to say something? To 
fuck up, or oh, or that's just I'm, your nature. I'm good at that. So yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit of I can firmly put my foot in my mouth. Uh, but no, it's not so much that. It was it was more so that um, early days of social media and being with BMW. We were. I was a little bit more concerned about that, right. like saying the wrong thing, sure. and I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, this could." You, know, you see some of the things of people that, like, much higher status, sure. get in trouble with social yeah. media. You're like, "I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, I don't want to end my career over it." You sure, know, sure, sure. Don- Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah, where's that guy? Was yeah. the, the cooking lady and the whatever. Although, when this releases, we will know where where everything stands. Uh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So congrats, congrats, congrats to Trump. Trump. Maybe he's gonna be Trump and Clinton. Uh, no, it's the rest of it comes to more just my family, honestly, you know, like the expo, I just not sure. I still haven't found a way to, to let people see what I do on a regular basis without exposing my kids and family too much, you know, and I'm still right on the fence there. That that's, that's mainly my thing. And I do, you know, pretty much all my private life is with my kids, yeah, you know right. what I mean? So, like, I'm home, we're camping. Like, yeah, I, that's yeah. why I couldn't do this yesterday. We were camping. Yeah, we were yeah. thinking about <laughs> that. We were yeah. camping, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, I didn't even post anything this weekend because my wife kind of gets on it, and right. then the people who are close to me that I want to see that stuff are all friends of my wife, yeah, so they right. see it, right? Yeah. So, otherwise, it's it's on the race weekend. It's trying to keep people in the loop. Sure. And I want to do better. It's funny you say that because we just had a sponsor summit uh, at Ganassi last week mm-hmm. um, after Atlanta, like Wednesday, we stayed in, in, we went to Charlotte actually, and they have, Ganassi guys, they do a great sponsor summit with the, with all their sponsors, whoever wants to come. Right. And one of the things was social media to the sponsors, but right. I was sitting and listening to it and trying to, to learn some stuff about where could I, how, how could I do it better? Sure. You know, I mean, I think no question about it, the Taylor boys. Yeah. I mean, you're good at it too. Thanks. Uh, but the Taylor, uh, especially Jordan is yeah. like, he's, right. he's immense. He's got so many followers yeah. over. I mean, I, I sit and laugh. I yeah, mean, he's I'll, funny. I'll, I'll yeah. sit on the toilet and look at Instagram and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know for sure, more so uh, being with Chip uh, with the Ganassi organization, they're definitely more into, they want more and more of it, right. you know, and it, we weren't pushed so hard um, before, like at BMW and stuff, to do so much social media, but we're also moving into a time where it's becoming the norm. Yeah, you know, right, we, right. I was. BMW is kind of like everybody's like trying to figure it out. Where do right. we go with it? Are we right. Twitter? Are we Instagram? Whatever, you know. Right. So. Well, and when you're a factory guy, I mean, we've we've talked about this with a bunch of the Porsche guys. Is that to me, like if you're Richard Leitz, like all social media is going to do is get you fired. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that's really honestly, <laughs> so that's kind of it's. I mean, it's kind of where I stand. You know, what I mean, yeah. but it's it, it's it's down that road. But it also, uh, like Ganassi and IHG and Ford yeah. and everybody is is all on board to. Pretty much, you know, I mean, they don't tell us what to do. Sure, right. They let us take, uh, take in our own hands. Right. And and so then you got to be, you you do have to be, because you can't take it back. Right. So, right. <laughs> like I have, like I didn't when mean I'm, that. When I'm home, I'm like, <laughs> right. I have my wife read it. I'm like, is this, is this okay? Right. right. Is this all right? Yeah. <laughs> and then on the road, I'm I our PR girl Lachelle or Sam, forget anybody. I'm like, so anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone yeah. just proofread this, this real right? quick? Yeah. But then you just sometimes you just. Pull the trigger. I say I go the opposite direction, and then I get a lot of emails like, "Hey, can you not? <laughs> did you take that down?" <laughs> like, uh, you grew up in the open wheel stuff. Like, you were I thought going to be like a next Indy car or Champ Car guy, and Canassi, your entire career has been like that team, like one of the one of the big teams you'd want to drive for. And now you get to on the sports car side. Is that like a check mark for you? You're like, I actually, got that. dude, I, people think it's probably some story I fabricated, but I swear I want to drive a chip 
since because I used to drive from here. I always lived here in Elk Grove, and Laguna was always the closest IndyCar race, yeah. obviously. So I would roll down there every year. Yeah. And it was normally in October, September, October, right? And I would just walk the paddock because I was still Formula Mazda or Toy Atlantic or right. whatever it was. Um, I'd walk the paddock, and you know how you do it. You chase, especially when you're younger, you're just yep. chasing the. Yep. The scooter back then it was the scooters, yeah. you know those <laughs> those cubs or yeah, whatever, they still ride all painted cubs. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody had one. The Kim Green, Barry Green, yeah. and the cool ones, and right. uh, you know Bobby and every. I chased her around, but I really was always on Chip yeah. and Michael. And then I had the I, I always thought it was the coolest deal. And and Jimmy Vassar was always really nice to me, so yeah. I ended up being a Vassar fan and and getting to know him and. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I chased them all the time. And then the, my friends, the Finneys that own the Baja yeah, dip, Cantina dip, down yep. in Carmel Valley, yep. they were friends with Mike Hall. Okay. And when I got to know them, then I got to know Mike Hall. And it, it right. just ended up, I was always kind of around the Ganassi organization, even at just IndyCar races, sure. just hanging out. So I kind of always want to be there. And, um, you know, I I was thought I was going to go there IndyCar-wise. Uh, and, you know, then to have the opportunity. The real, the real deal was I tried to get with him since, like, Say 2008, nine. I was yeah. trying to get in the 24 hours sure. Daytona with them yep. because that was my chance when they would hire extra guys right, for right, a one-off right. race. And right. I'm always trying to get in there. Worked really hard. Had guys like um, people from all different sponsors I had, different connections that would go to Chip and Mike say, hey, you got to try this guy. Right. And finally in 2011, the stars aligned a little bit and they had BMW power. Mm-hmm. BMW said, hey, use them. Sure. Uh, right. Everybody was saying, "Yeah, use it, give him a shot," and we won the first try. Right, right. And it was one of my best drives. Well, one of most the, memorable. That's sort of drives. the legend of that particular race was that you you did basically the penultimate stint. You were you were right, right there before Scott, and yeah. you you guys there was a penalty. We hit running the tire, over leaving, yeah, yeah. hit the tire, leaving the right front. Yeah. Hit the tire, leaving the pit lane, and got a uh, drive through plus sixty or <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. It was because you basically went a lap down. Yeah, no, we yeah. went almost a lap down. Okay. We're, we 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 end up somehow. However, it worked out. We we're fifty six seconds behind Dixon okay. or something like that. And in the stint, I had a double stint, and I'll never forget because Tim Keen was on the radio those yeah. days, and um, we were closing in on the field. We were just dude. The car couldn't have been better for right, me. Right. It was like I'd been saving a little in the kink and not lifting all day just to have something in the bag, and it was easy flat then. It was just – I was like, oh. <laughs> it was one of those ones where you just, like, it, cr- it couldn't go any better, dude. Cooking. And we right. were smoking people and ro- reeling in Dixon, who was quick, yeah. by a, you know, a good chunk. And when it was all said and done, I remember Tim Keen. I'll never forget Tim Keen about – through my second stint, he's like, dude, if you keep up this pace, we're going to be leading this thing before you get out of the car again. And we got within 14 seconds of the right. pack under green. And so it was a big day for me. And, and that was really – and Pruitt got in the car, boop, boop, went, yep. and we cycled through the front, and it was say la vie. It was game over. Yeah. And, right. and after the race, Chip was like – he's like uh, – we were standing back by the buses and, you know, getting ready to take off. He's like, hey, kid, you can drive one of my cars any day. Just That's like that. So like cool. I felt like Days of Thunder. That is so cool. <laughs> I, was, I felt it was like Harry telling me. Right. So. I cried a little bit. Did you did you put your fist up and then just freeze frame for a second? <laughs> My words, I'll never forget. I, I was like, "Hey, Chip, you mark those words because I'm gonna take yeah. you up on that one right, right there. Right. I'm taking you up on that one." So, you know, it came back around. I stayed in touch. Well, so they put me back in the car, 12 and 13. Um, I couldn't do it 14. Oh, because they switched power. That's when they went to okay. Ford, yeah. and I was still at BMW, and um, so I couldn't do it in 14. And uh, yeah, and then just just all came together. I mean, he the Ford deal was coming. He had always we had been talking. He had always said, "Hey kid, you know when you come drive for me." You're just kind of joking yeah. and passing. Hey, when you come drive for me, and uh, BMW thing was all good and always was. And but then it 
end of 14 at Road Atlanta after the race. I had just been there as I was still DTM, and yeah. I just was like a third guy in the BMWs. Okay. And we were out early. I was in plain clothes, and the Turner guys had just won with Dane Cameron, who's yeah. uh, I I used to coach him as a kid right, in right. go karts out here. We, I was <coughs> running. I seriously was running down the back of the pit lane in the dark, right after the race over, down to see the Turner guys and congratulate them. Yeah. Because I drove them for a long time, and I run by, and there's Chip. <laughs> I slide to a stop. Because <laughs> I hadn't seen Chip in a while. I'm like, hey, Chip, what's up, man? Good to see you. Like, still like kind of huffing and puffing. He's like, hey, what's going on? I said, oh, good to see you. And then he's all, hey, why don't you come drive for me? And I'm all, uh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, that's what he thinks about is, it. Is, do I have to answer, like, is now is his only choice? <laughs> right, right. But uh, so short story was I, you know, I said, hey, can I call you on Tuesday? Because we were flying on Monday or whatever. I said, can I call you on Tuesday? He's like, yeah, call me Tuesday. So I called him and we talked about it. And, and then I just felt like it was the right time to do it. You yeah, know, I yeah. talked to my dad about it, who I run everything by. And I was like, he's like, you always want to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, all all you all I know is always you always talked about and always want to do it. So, you know, there's probably no, probably not gonna be another time. Yeah. You know, right, like yeah. when they have a, a program coming, like the Ford deal, and sure. uh, they didn't really tell me exactly what. He said, "I got the. It's a good deal. It's a big deal with Ford. You yeah. know, I can't tell you exactly what right now, but just trust me on this one. Yeah. So, that's that's how it all went down, and I love I. Dude, I love it there. I already knew what, it's not one of those things where you're like, oh, maybe I fit, don't fit in. Sure. I already knew the team. Yeah, I'd right. been there three years. The 24 hour the 24 stuff. The 24-hour right, stuff, right, right? And I did Indy with Kanan that one time. I'd been in the car with them, and I knew the guys. I loved the guys. And um, so it wasn't it wasn't a hard decision. Right. You know, the toughest thing was leaving a home that I'd made at BMW sure, already right. where nothing was bad yeah. necessarily. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, nothing yeah. was wrong with it. So it was a very it was a difficult decision for me on that side of it right. you know easy because i knew i want to go chip yeah tough to leave some people that really yeah, helped me out a lot haven't done so, it wrong. yeah sure well and you and especially with bmw i mean when when the atlantic stuff started to kind of go away uh in my opinion it didn't seem like there was much of an open wheel home for you after that and yeah. bmw basically kind of picked you up and, and, and kept your career going yeah and it was you know that was thanks to tom milner really it was in those days the ptg program was the factory bmw right. thing do you have a milner impression <laughs> that's a yes <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat Pat Long yeah. you is, is this yeah. a, is this rated R is, what's oh, yeah, oh you yeah, go crazy we bleep everything out yeah, okay yeah. good yeah. his thing is hey kid don't crash my car i kill you <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what Pat said yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. yeah I mean and there's a lot more like <laughs> if you miss another shift I'm going to rip your arm off and beat you with it <laughs> Those were all in my early days, and he's become such a. He, you, when you get to know Tom Milner, one of the Senior, greatest people yeah. there is, man. Uh, he loved. He took care of me and my family. My wife worked for him as a team manager for oh, nice. three years. When his wife, or his daughter, wanted to have children, right. my wife came in and did team manager stuff right. because she had done it at DSTP in the Atlantic days. So, uh, but he he really he loved my wife. He he always calls me son, and, cool. I, and I only he he only has. You know, Tommy, he yeah. calls Tommy's son. So he always calls me son. And it's like, you're you're my second favorite race car driver. That's what he tells me every week. <laughs> every time I see him. I just saw him in Atlanta. He's like, I hope you get second, kid. <laughs> Speaking of your wife, um, I don't think many people know this. So uh, you and I actually race carts in Northern California at the same time. I did four strokes. You did two strokes. Yeah. And I race with Natalie quite a bit. Yeah, um, that's right. I don't think people know what a f- 
fucking badass racer she actually was. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know until he yeah. told me. I was no. like, God, yeah. no idea she racing. I've put her, speaking of Justin Marks, uh, you might ask Justin Marks about his. He's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ask him about yeah. his day where he he had a he had a little uh, time throw down against my wife. <laughs> see what he says. Um, it was at Prairie City. Okay. I do remember this. Uh, anyways, yeah, my wife, well, we met. So she started, I started driving when I was almost 12. I was 11 years old. Right. She started driving when she was 12 uh, in go-karts. And I would say, you know, we saw each other in those times. You're, she always did four-stroke. Yeah. Thankfully, I, did, I always did two-stroke. Right. So, <laughs> so I never raced Still against her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guarantee you we would not have been together right now if that was the case. <laughs> now, uh, Sacramento, part of Northern California. But uh, uh, for those who aren't from Northern California, Sacramento is very different from, say, San Francisco, the Bay Area, yeah. that sort of thing. So when I hear you camping, in my head, that's probably real camping. Uh, it's probably not real camping. Oh, <laughs> Depends on what you call real camping. <laughs> so it's the backyard. <laughs> no, 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 like we don't. I don't. I don't do tents. Oh, okay. I don't do tents. We have okay. a travel trailer. We have. I mean, we were able to watch. You know, Formula E was on the TV. <laughs> 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 Nothing says camping like, like electric electric watching electric cars yeah, on satellite TV. <laughs> I just was scrolling through Fox looking for the NASCAR race. Right. right I was right. like, you know, I, I don't have direct TV or anything like that. But my antenna, I'm like, ah, maybe NASCAR's on yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was Formula E. So <laughs> we're like, we'll see okay. the end of this. Yeah. Sure. Because uh, sure. I knew a couple guys. But, yeah, so, I mean, my parents are actually camp hosts at a place down on the river uh, called Sandy Beach in Rio Vista. And okay. I fished and camped, and I say camp, in a motorhome. Lived in a motorhome, you know, a lot in my life. From between racing and camping, yeah, sure, grandparents, sure. whatever. And so uh, this is an annual fishing derby, Rio Vista fishing derby is this weekend. Ah, and um, high that's, profile. Yeah, we always want to yeah. do that. So Let's that's go. our that's definitely our big camping trip. What's the, the big award? Well, it's gone downhill a little bit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the, uh, it used to be. I mean, back when I was younger, they were giving out fishing boats for first place oh, for, wow. the biggest, okay. for the biggest striped bass. <laughs> right. Okay. And it got a little crazy because people were like holding fish. It was the biggest <laughs> fish, right? So people would fish for months and then keep it alive, and then like. <laughs> The derby starts at 6 a.m. and at 6:15, there's like, a I monster. Yeah. Dude's yeah. out there with a scuba set on, holding it. <laughs> yeah. Like puts the hook in its mouth. Like, yeah. yeah, marlins don't even live here. What, so, are you, yeah. what are you doing? So yeah, it's the it's the striped bass derby, and now it's turned. It's gone down. It's thousand bucks for the for oh, the fish, okay. and now yeah. they it's a it's a slot. So they draw the mor first morning Friday morning they draw a tag, and it's like. This year is 29.5 inches. Okay. Okay. And whoever gets that closest or okay. on it, and if there's a tie, the, the biggest, the most weight. So this oh, year, okay. somebody, there two guys go. hit 29.5, and uh, we couldn't get one over 20 this right. year. It was it's tough. Right. It was a tough fishing year, man. It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. We put in some hours, and we struggled. We cut. We, Gotta get we back threw with a the boys in the shop. We threw a lot of bait, man. <laughs> but it's fun. We yeah, but we work hard during the offseason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Speaking put of in bait. The yeah. We were told there's a fish bait and, and a backpack story. Oh, God. That's another good one from Justin. <laughs> Dustin. 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 Our anonymous Dustin. source, yeah. Dustin. Yeah. Dustin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the brunt of that <laughs> also. That was when we got we got in this little thing. That's when we were at PTG. Uh, we were also at PTG. And we remember when they had like five or six cars? Yeah. yeah. We had Gleason and RJ Valentine right. and me and Justin. RJ. 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 This is... This is, he, I still get political emails from him. Ah, like, we're on the same list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this guy's. <laughs> it's going to be a tough November. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, 
These guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> pretty good, RJ. Yeah, that's actually really pretty good, good, RJ. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, well, RJ and I'll have a. He'll call me for for video stuff or whatever, uh, and I'll be like, "Oh, how's things going?" He's like, "Ah, things are fine." But I tell you, we got to get this guy out of office. <laughs> like, Art, this okay, guy. what does this have to do with your machining company? Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Uh, right. There's a there's a great RJ story when he hits a deer. If you ever do this with him, don't ask him about the deer at some the point. Deer. Okay. The deer at some point. Out. He hit a deer at 145 miles an hour, wide open throttle. Yes. When they pulled the engine apart, this just I'll give you a short, they yeah. even they pulled the engine apart, there was deer pieces in the crankcase. Like, oh, it, wow. Because it hit it yeah. wide open yeah, and sucked it. it everything in. Dude, oh. this deer was annihilated. I've That's never seen anything like it in my life. Awesome. Total the car. It's the right. same time frame we were testing there. Yeah. So anyways, we, were, we got on this thing. Oh, Kelly Collins was in this group, right? Okay. So Bill, <laughs> Kelly, Justin, Brian, so, uh, right. me. It was a real... Yeah. Shit show, if you will, <laughs> in, the, in the hauler. And there's all of us changing in that. You got Chris Gleason going and RJ back there bickering back and forth. Yeah, right. You can only imagine. Old like, guys yelling at yeah. each other. You don't know what yeah. the hell you're doing. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. and they're kind of half-assed funny about it because they're right. buddies, and they're, sometimes they're sort pissed at each other. Yeah. But anyways, it started with Kelly Collins telling the story of this one time where he put, uh, like, stinky cheese on Johnny O'Connell's mic in his helmet in france Dude. he stuck some stinky cheese on uh-huh. it. where were you a week ago and yeah. johnny o'connell was so mad and it went in this whole war back and forth it, it, and kelly collins a funny guy right? yeah. yeah funny guy so we did some stuff and uh, <laughs> somebody thought oh so it was road atlanta this is what it was it was road atlanta we always just go fishing on the wednesday Mary, you test 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 yeah, test yeah, yeah, you yeah. wednesday off or whatever right. or tuesday maybe and then we'd f- rent a fishing boat and we'd go out on the water yeah at Lake, Lake Lanier, Lanier. Yep. yeah, and uh, me and Justin and Bill and one this one year we got a pontoon. We decided to fish, so we went to Dick's and we got fishing rods and we right. got f- shad and all this <laughs> stuff. Like and we got chicken liver and <laughs> right, right. We, we don't know. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. it was all said and done, Bill's the only one caught a fish. I'm not nice. kidding. It was a guppy, like three inches long. <laughs> right. I don't even know how it got on. The hook. It was so small. It just and he bad. just this year still was telling me, "Hey, you want to go fishing? <laughs> right? You're like, Remember yeah, that yeah. time I." F- was fishing and you were doing nothing. Uh, that, that's but, an awful impression. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. But so we decided after the fishing trip, we had plenty of bait left because we yeah. were catching damn thing. And uh, <laughs> But for some reason, it was on Justin's round that we thought like he was the next one to get it. And so we put um, this chicken liver, was fake chicken liver. Yeah. We put that in his backpack in one of the pockets. And then we put one of these shad in like a pocket you would never find, like the right. secret pocket uh, yeah, one. Yeah, right, right. And then we stuck it on the back of the seat of his truck. And at that time, I think he had like a Nissan Titan or something okay. like that, right? It was a nice new truck. Yeah. <laughs> Jammed it under the back seat. And then I got really nervous because the whole week had gone by, he never even knew anything about it. Right. But he had that chicken liver in there, and it looked – I thought they might think it was like explosive. Uh, like oh, okay. <laughs> right. It's going to show I, up in this. Yeah, you're going I to was not sure. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I don't want – I mean, it would be funny kind of, but it was when <laughs> – they were getting pretty strict in this time frame. Right. This is like yeah, 2007 yeah, yeah. or six, right. right? So they're yeah, not, right the thick th- of they're it. not funny. Right. It's yeah. not that funny yeah, at this not moment, to them. right? Yeah. So I get in there. I take the chicken liver back out, but I leave the shad. I'm like – <laughs> so he drives back to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. And, dude, weeks go by, months go by, and we go to a test, and we're just, none of it, we're all doing, like, little kids, like, hee, hee, right, <laughs> Like, where's right. the, did he ever find, yeah. no, nothing ever came up. So finally, Seller says something, or no, it's Bill, because Bill is the worst practical joker in the world, because he can't not gotta know. say something. Yeah. He's, uh, okay. he's got to yeah, know. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's he can't. He's like, huh? Remember that? Did you find it? I'm like, Bill. He hasn't even. He didn't give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, but right. this time, he, we got away for it long enough to where he let go. And Justin finds it. He's all, dude. 
that was you guys. That sucks. I had girls in there. Like <laughs> I had chicks in my car, and they, I couldn't figure out the smell. Right, like, Everywhere mm. I went, I had this nasty smell, and I had chicks in there, dude. Like that. That's when he. That was before he picked up the Charlotte, the, the Southern Draw, or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. So he still had the California, right? California thing going. But we laughed so hard, Bill. Bill laughed so hard on that one. He's, we still talk about that one. Right. That's a good one. That yeah. was a classic. Yeah. Nice. Have you done this with Kelly Collins? Like Kelly no, Collins. no we, we, we've we been would talking talk about that. It'd be a great one. One yeah. time at Watkins Glen, man, he pretended. I don't know how he does it, but he does this like, he does like this cat call really okay. good. Yeah. A lot of different sounds. But he went into the porta potties right there. You know when you pit, if you're on the edge of the pits, there's like a porta potty yeah, on yeah, the yeah. edge of that. Yeah. That ditch. Right. He goes in there and he starts rum like wrestling around in there. And I didn't even know. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like the poor guy's shaking and, <laughs> and it sounds like there's a like a puma in there. Right. Like a cheetah, right? <laughs> and he's like making all the sounds. He comes out. He still got his, his suit down, right? right. And there's yeah. people walking around. It was like race day. So people are like, Oh my god. Yeah. He comes comes running out, slams the door, he's like, Oh my god. There's a cheetah in there, <laughs> and just walk and just runs off with his suit still hanging right, and runs. Right. And people are like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, that's yeah, it's yeah, Kelly." That's just and Kelly. people yeah. are literally not going in this porta potty because yeah. they think there's a cheetah in there. Right. Still. Security stops by. Yeah. One of the, that was one of the best ones I've ever seen, man. <laughs> My very first time meeting him was during the the. Pontiac uh, GTO TV, yeah, the GTO when I did a TV yeah, show for that yeah, GTO. and so uh, so Kelly was one of the drivers and I had never met him before and we go to do an interview with him uh, and so cameras are rolling we've never met him I'm like hey Sean uh, he's like I'm not sure it's the best time and I'm like oh alright everything okay he's like yeah I'm just not feeling very well he's like, I've got this like weird growth on my stomach I'd never met the guy I'm like oh he's like well do you want to see it I'm like sure <laughs> sure enough Balls out of his pants, yeah. just waiting for me. Oh, just yeah, waiting. That's, yep. that's a classic, Kelly yep. Collins. Yep. Or I sat. Never in, met him. I sat in gum. <laughs> yeah. That, that was also Buddy Rice's favorite. Was yeah. Buddy okay. Rice was all everywhere you went. He'd be like, man, I sat in gum, and he would get me. He probably got me five times. Like, really, sat in gum here? That's weird. <laughs> For those uh, who don't know what that means, <laughs> go on. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just do your Google. Deduct, yeah, do your yeah. own Google deduction. It. Yeah, Google. Google. It. Yeah, Google says Kelly Joey Collins. Hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Google Kelly Collins satin gum. Yeah, see where that goes. <laughs> I didn't say it. You know, what's amazing is how these stories don't get out, um, and like no one has ever mentioned that Johnny O'Connell tried to kill Dario Franchitti. Yeah, and that's a pretty well-known story. You you know that story, mm-hmm. right? You sure. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That kind of, I right. must know it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I've heard you tell the story about the uh, Mid-Ohio crash before. Tell us the Matt Connolly, which is probably the most viewed YouTube Grand Am clip of all time. Yeah, well, it was also like, like it was fighting. in their highlight reel for like eight years. Yeah. Dude, it was. Like, exactly. yeah, I think it, it popped up just a couple of years ago. It popped up again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it wasn't even Grand I remember, Am like, anymore. There was, a, there was a year-end like annual marketing meeting where they were like, sh- yeah. like, sort of like, this is our stuff for next year. And it was nothing but like the France fight, you crashing. It's like. <laughs> You know we race here too, yeah, right? There's some good <laughs> stories. Yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> hey, everybody wants to see Reckon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that one was a big one. Uh, crazy thing that was my my wife was pregnant with our son, so okay. it was ten years ago yeah. basically. Wow. Uh, she was six months pregnant, and that race, just a little background, wasn't live. It was taped delayed to the next day. Right. Okay. So my wife is listening on live radio. Yeah. Right. Nice. Live nice. radio. Yeah. IMSA radio basically. Sure. And um, yeah, just. 
yeah, that was a crazy one. I mean, I, the, it's a long story, but the short story is got turned by my buddy Paul Edwards, who we went way back. We raced together since we were kids. <laughs> right. Turns me. And th- another little background is we had just taken traction control off the cars that weekend because they said you can run less weight and no traction control. Okay. Or you, if you run your traction control, yep. you got to put weight on, yeah, right? Yeah. They were trying to slow the cars down that time. Sure. And we still end up on the pole, and um, I was driving with Chris Gleason. Gleason yeah. So I started the car, got out, Gleason got in, and then I got back in the car and got back to front. And Dyson, and it was three. It was a scrap between me and yeah. Lally and Paul Edwards. Yeah, and yeah, Lally yeah. was in there in the Porsche, right? And Paul was in that GT, whatever they call it, GTO yeah, or whatever, whatever yeah. the Pontiac. Yeah. And um, it was two to go. Yeah, two to go. And we were in a fight of lap traffic. And I definitely defended. I went to the inside, like off the keyhole, went to the inside right. and defended. And he had got a run. But, I mean, it was my proper, it was my territory. I could right. go there. But he never took his foot out of it, man. <laughs> and, dude, by the time we got, it was almost just before the kink down there. And he just just got up underneath me and yeah. just picked me up and turned me inside. Now, the reason I said the traction control thing is if there's traction control, it probably wouldn't even right. turned like that. Right, right. But because there wasn't, it's it just went yeah. wide open throttle, turned me. I catch it, as you see in the video, if you want to Google it, Joey Hand Crash. Uh, <laughs> YouTube it, whatever. It'll come up. Uh, and I correct get it. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, oh, no, you didn't. Right. right? Like, I, I still got this. Right. And I'm already I'm thinking. Back. I'm coming I got back. straight. I'm going to just not even. I'm going to roll it down in there, <laughs> and it's going to be kablammy yeah. i mean if he's if i'm not winning You're he's not, not winning, winning right that's right and i'm already thinking like i'm just gonna stuff stuff it down there so deep and uh then i i'm like oh yeah, yeah. and i'm like oh wait what's that oh what's it and i see that the road is like there's that new there's a brand new crossroad right. they built yeah. from turn one to the back stretch right. for like shortcut whatever right and i see it's like eight inches high yeah i'm like uh that's really bad yeah and in like 20 feet i decide you know i'm gonna go full throttle and the reason in that 20 feet I thought about was because I've watched motorcycles before. Yeah, you got to even out. Yeah. And I've exactly. never ridden one. Hold it straight. I've never ridden a <laughs> And I just know that if you hold it wide open, it's nose up. Right. And if you hit the brakes, it's nose down, right? <laughs> so, like, I'm just going to go with the wide open thing, right? So I keep my, my hoof in it. Yeah. And I'm just, hit it. And it's like, okay, it's not so bad when I first hit. And then all of a sudden it loads up the rear yeah, end. Right. And the diff housing catches the edge of the asphalt yeah, yeah. and oh. chunks it. And it goes, bang. And it kicks it super hard from the back right right and then it's just it's just all Londor. bad and yeah. i'll never forget <laughs> it's a long did you say Londor? Londor. that's one of my favorites <laughs> we used to make fun of a guy at, <laughs> the guys used to lose the lay down go-karts we could yeah. call yeah. them yeah. Yeah, yeah anyways especially at sears point um it's going as my grab would say ass over tea kettle which yep. is never good in a race car at yep. 140 and yeah i'm there i will never forget it. i remember seeing the grass coming and i just like well forget about my arms you know they always say take your arms off the wheel i was like yeah. Mm-mm. no way no I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna break these arms for this one because i do not want to go out of this car right. right yeah and it just boom and bang and boom and bang and so you dude, remember was, the whole thing i remember the whole that thing sucks. until until when you watch the video everyone when i hit on the back for the, the final time it's yeah. on the asphalt yeah and brian till and dorsa schreer go Oh, that one hurt. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> and dorsa says oh that one hurt and till goes Yes, it did. Like that. Yeah. And that's the one where I come back and I hit my head on the roll bar up right. top real okay. hard. And kaput. Right. And yeah. he actually cracked my helmet, four-inch crack in, in my helmet. And I, I still have a helmet. And I come to a stop. And I'm hanging upside down. I don't know how much time we have here. But I'm hanging upside down. And I come to because they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm hanging right. from the seat, right? right? Upside down. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And I start to come to. And immediately the first thing I hear is this lady 
like a corner worker lady standing outside that car going, oh, my God, it's going to blow. That's <laughs> the first thing I hear. I'm not kidding you. I'm not making this up. Oh, my God, it's going to blow. Good. Like, Good to know. Oh Thanks. My, oh my, and I start to, I'm like, why would she say it's going to blow? And then I'm like, I'm smelling fuel. Okay. And then I'm like, what are you running down my back? And it is That's reassuring. fuel sure. down my back and filling the roof yeah. below me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. And go. now I understand her. Yeah. her she's like, it's going to blow. So I'm like, oh. I, I just undo my belt, not even thinking a second. <laughs> I just undo my belt, and I crash into the oh, roof, wow. and I'm yeah. tangled up. I mean, you can imagine right. like that's the shift levers. We still had sure. shift levers back then, right. so it's yeah. hanging straight down. Yeah. Kids, that's the thing they used to <laughs> shift the car. <laughs> You're yeah. upside down. And yeah, it was yeah. an H pattern back then, You're right. if you can believe that. And I'm, I'm twisting myself back up, and I'm sitting, and yeah. I got the shift levers right here. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and I'm literally sitting. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it the, the right way. Crisscross applesauce, as oh, my kids okay. would say. Yep, there you go. If you know what I yeah, mean. Cleaned it up. <laughs> On top of my <laughs> sitting in a puddle of fuel in the roof. And <laughs> yeah, that's for you, sponsors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, all this stuff. And I can feel, I'll okay. never forget my okay. my sock. You know, your yep. socks thin. <laughs> yeah. It's half off my foot. You're right? welcome, and I'm Continental. Like, uh, and it's like whipping around in the fuel and oil and water, whatever's there. And I'm like, where's my shoe? Right. Like my shoe, it's my sock. It's not my shoe. My shoe's gone. Right. My right shoe's gone. My right glove's gone. And I only remember that because I was like, oh, this is, I can feel everything pretty good <laughs> to try and get my home on. <laughs> but so immediately they're like, it's going to blow, freaking out outside. Everybody's freaking out. I'm like freaking out. I get my wits about me and I try and go for the, the window net. It's not even down. It's still up. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm <laughs> trying to squeeze through this little hole that sure. you're not supposed to get through. Sure, yeah. Anyways, they get it, and I, I go to get out, and I'm crawling out, and my Hans device gets stuck, 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 and this dude's out there trying to pull on me. I, I can't. Like, so I go it. back in. Yeah. I sit back down. I'm trying to get my helmet off, and I'm freaking out. Like, yeah, right. I'm not on fire yet, but let me tell you what, people. Yeah. When you think you're going to blow, yeah, as the lady yeah, outside yeah. was saying, yeah. I was panicked, yeah. and I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, number one, I was just knocked out a second yeah, ago. Yeah, you so took I a big like, hit. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. And then my helmet wasn't getting untied, so I just started to figure out I'm going to have to go, like, back down and try and like slide this out of this right, thing. Right. And then this dude was right there and he grabbed me and whoosh, yeah, yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, so man, still not quite there. It was, this thing was all fuel. I smelled like fuel so bad. So right. the, the story is they dragged me over the side and I'll never forget, man. And you see it on the video if you watch the long version. They dragged me against the wall and the car's right there upside down. It's still leaking. And they're like, hey, I'm, I never forget. I'm like, hey, the car's leaking fuel. I'm covered in fuel. It, if it blows up, I think we're all going to blow up. <laughs> think you can drag me a little further away? <laughs> like that. Like all out of breath. Please. Please. And like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So they dragged me by the epaulets, which right. finally came into use. First time. Right, right, first time yeah. ever. They dragged me <laughs> through those big old rocks, the giant rocks. So that yeah. when it's muddy, they can still drive. I'm out there, and I'm laying in this like a, like a massage, you know, yeah. a bad massage. And uh, I'm laying there, and they meet, they're like, oh, this guy's going to be dead. Like I could tell the – they're frantic, they're, they're right? Yeah, and I hear him calling for lifelight, and they immediately IV me in two spots on each arm. Huh. I'm like, well, that's new. Two spots on each arm, and right. I, they told me later it's because they thought I was going to crash. Like, that's uh, the yeah, crash yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. So they can get more fluids and sure. stuff in you. And uh, I'm laying there. They cut my suit off. And by the way, very valuable lesson learned there on that day. This is, I remember this part. Very yeah. valuable lesson learned that day as far as maintenance is concerned. <laughs> um and Man, choice of choice of clothing, <laughs> yeah. all sorts of different things came into play that day. And since that day, it really changed my life as far as the the maintenance program. But uh, <laughs> they they cut my suit off, like fillet it off, and I am yep. absolutely butt naked, yeah. like naked. And let me tell you, 
the next part is the the most special part. <laughs> they they know that I'm covered in fuel. They can smell <clears> it. Yeah. So they're talking. I'm kind of like just I'm not totally with it, but they're saying, "Nah, right. he's covered in fuel," and they're calling life flight. And I hear him calling life flight, and they're like, "We got to put him in the helicopter. We can't put him in the helicopter with fuel on him." So they pull, they get the fuel, the fire truck over there, and now by this time they've got me in the neck thing. Right. Now I just have that on. Yeah. Now I'm naked <laughs> with a <laughs> neck, neck collar, brace. right? Yeah. yeah. On it's a good look, by the on way. a backboard, yeah. right? <laughs> and they go, "We're gonna hose you down with the fire <laughs> truck <laughs> to get you because we can't transport yeah. you because you're covered in fuel." Yeah, <laughs> so they're like, with put it on the lowest right. thing they could put on, which is not low. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've ever yeah. seen a fire truck hose on low, it's still like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm driving, basically waterboarding me. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to like roll over. And they're like, oh, oh roll them over. Because they're drowning me now. <laughs> right, right. And right. also, fire truck water, not heated. <laughs> right. Not heated. Right. So right. like a frightened right. turtle, uh, <laughs> things were happening. Right. So. I'm like, oh, this is, this is all bad. But I'm at this point, you know, you just live in this place. You don't really, really care. I yeah. Mean, you know right. what's happening. You're like, right. I'm super naked. Um, <laughs> super naked. But you've all had that. Yeah. Every, everybody's been down this road, yeah. sure, right? Yeah. So, anyways, the next funny thing is, well, kind of funny. They're like, okay, let's drop life light. You know, a life light always parks on the outside the keyhole there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, okay, let's bring life light in. Well, nobody ever like stood up and looked and said, huh, life light's not there. Oh, great. <laughs> they're, they're like, no, no, life light's not here. It left a minute. Before the ra- it was like yeah. okay we got to go the race is almost over yeah goodbye Checked it's out. all the way it's back uh, heading back to Cleveland which seems like a liability. Anyways, life is not there for whatever reason right. so they changed their minds and they're like uh, what okay we're gonna have to tram- transport really? ambulance. And why yeah it seems like a bad like, like, this is on the back nothing ever happens Ohio. in the last lap of a race. race. <laughs> There's wow. grandstands okay. and oh. fans. Oh, there's. Oh, right I've there. had people come to me s- to this day still and be like, "Yeah, so I was there that day." <laughs> Sorry, man. Like with a smirk, with a smirk on their face. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Come on now." Cold Give water. A, cold water. Cut a guy. Cut yeah. a guy a break. <laughs> yeah. Cold water. Haven't seen that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, come on, Like man. a fried turtle. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's, if you don't I know a lot about you. So they go to load in the. So they go to They load me in the ambulance and they finally do it and they they get me in there. It's like the bumpiest road ever. I'm like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Are you killing me with this? Yeah, exactly. But I had this dude, I'll never forget him, his name is Joe also. He's a vet, uh, Vietnam vet, older dude. He yeah. was the guy that was working on me in the ambulance. And he's like, <laughs> he kept checking my, my blood pressure. He's like, okay, I just just let me know if you start to feel warm from in like warm inside. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's that mean? He's like, well, that means you have internal bleeding and whatever. So then you're like, I'm already nervous because yeah, I just so like wrecked. Maybe, am I warm? I don't know. I wrecked yeah. super hard. They've already put two IVs in each arm. They already think I got a problem. Right. And now I think I got a problem. Sure. <laughs> he's checking my blood pressure. He does it. He looks. He's like, hmm. Checks it again. Yeah. And then he goes, you feel okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, should I not feel okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh. He's like, well, the blood pressure's low. I was like, right. hey, it is a bit warm. Is it warm? Right. <laughs> and then he checks again. He's like, oh, you're okay. And I'm like, Whew. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. So I get there, they check everything, and I got nothing. But a, <laughs> I, I, I guess they kind of said I had a mild concussion, but they were surprised. It wasn't even. Maybe it wasn't, but they said, "Oh, don't, don't fly either way, because you got, you just took a big <laughs> yeah. old one, right?" And my buddy Brian Sellers. So my wife is hearing all this on the radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Brian Sellers is there, and he was the pace car driver that day, which okay. I never even thought about it that much, but it still doesn't make sense to me. I can't right. remember why. Right. But he was driving the pace car, so he gets on the phone and Natalie says he's on the way to the hospital. He's yeah. gonna figure it out. So by the time I got there, Brian was there. <laughs> I, I'm laying in the in the hospital room, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you have a phone call on the hard line in the uh, okay. in the ER." Right. <laughs> uh, it's your wife. I'm like, 
Okay. Okay. So I take the hard line on the stretchy cord <laughs> over to my bed that will hardly reach, and it's my wife, and she's freaking out, and almost went to labor over it. But uh, then the, the <laughs> sellers and his now wife Jamie, Jamie. they were just girl, boyfriend girlfriend then. Um, sellers, the good dude he is, like yeah. one of the nicest people in the world. Yes. Uh, he's like, oh, dude, I'll just stay. I'll take you. Oh, so Conley. All the guys from Conley come to the hospital, right? right? And they lo- they load the truck, lock it up, Doop. come. You're right. I had nothing, no clothes, oh, my phone, right. e- everything was in the truck. Yeah, yeah. my wallet, yeah. everything. So they give me, I'm done. They say, hey, you're all right, man. You're whatever. I get out there about midnight. They give me an old painted army shirt. You know, people <laughs> give stuff to the hospital. Oh, it says army yeah. and, and it's, it's got paint truck, spots right? all over it. It was yeah. gray. I'll never forget it. Right. And then <laughs> they give me the one size fits all bottoms. Right. Right. Yeah. And they, Looking good, I man. got that. And they gave me those slipper socks <laughs> yeah. that my grandma normally gives me. So they made me. you into a homeless person. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. they were, they were new slipper socks. Okay. They come around the thing, nice. and they had the yeah. grippers so on the bottom. You're doing well for a homeless person. Yeah. 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 Right. And that's what I have on. And yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I'll take All you right. back. You know, of course, he's like, I'll, yeah. I'll take that's you. A, yeah. So we're staying at the same place, same hotel, and it's that one by the freeway, and there's a steak and shake yeah, right in front of it. Yeah, that's what we call fashion. I, it was a holiday, one of those ones. So. Anyway, it's a steak and shake right in front of I'm like, dude, I'm so hungry. I can eat anything. He's like, I'll go steak and shake. It's 12.45 in the morning right, now. Right, right. Yeah, like it's not your average yeah. client. It's like a different clientele at that sure, time. Sure. And and then there's me. I still have three or four oh. <laughs> blood stained <laughs> IV needle spots. Right. A wristband that says what hospital right. I was at. Yeah. yeah. Slipper socks. Slipper socks. And One size fits all bottoms yeah. like you scrubs. Right. And an army shirt. No hat. And my hair is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I was so excited. I was so happy to be there. Right. I was like, yeah. I'll take. The whole th- I want the burger, the meal thing you got with yeah. the salad, the chili. <laughs> I want the fries. I want the milkshake. I want – give it to me because like, I was – This dude escaped. It was like my last meal, <laughs> but it was like my first meal over again. Right, right? right. Like, I ate everything. I was so – and they're like, why are you so happy? I'm like, dude, I survived that one. <laughs> that, that one was – that had bad news written all yeah, over it. I was so absolutely. happy to be, yeah, be out of that thing. So <laughs> sellers took me to dinner. Jamie even stayed in my room because yeah. they thought they, they want you to not sleep by yourself right. and you have some, a head hit like that. And then, yeah. poor guy, they wouldn't let me fly. We had a race six yeah. days later at Lime Rock in the ALMS race yeah, yeah. in my real ride. Yeah. And uh, so he had to drive me to Lime Rock right. from, from mid-Ohio. So Ice. he drove me. I'll never forget. It was like a PT cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> All the way to Lime Rock. He had to drive me. That's right. Man, oh, man. That was crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. But I drove six six days later. If anybody ever sees a picture of me at Lime Rock with a white helmet, that's why. Because my other one was broke. Destroyed it. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. In those days, I only had one. <laughs> You know? Man, tough times. <laughs> tough times. Tough times. Tough times. Yeah. We do a constant, like a, a pass-along question thing. Yeah. So uh, our last guest was this guy you know pretty well, Calvin Fish. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so his question is related to eating. He asked, are you Wiener Schnitzel or Mexican? What's your favorite currently? Uh, it's when in, when in Schnitzel land, you do Schnitzel, but, right. man, it's Mexican all the time. Yeah. Dude, our guys, I've turned my whole crew uh, at the Ganassi guy, the drivers, right. me and Briscoe, Westbrook and Dirk, we seriously, we eat Mexican food almost every day right. on the road. And they, are, they're yeah. on to it. Now the thing is, I if I can find us a good Mexican place everywhere we go, yeah. when we did this trip from, it was VAR, VAR, I think we went straight to test at Coda. Okay. okay. Uh, and we did, Dirk and I, not Westy and Briscoe didn't stick, stick the whole time, but uh, Dirk and I did eight Mexican food 
adventures in seven days. Right. That means two, <laughs> two days to one day we had lunch and dinner at Mexican. Nice. And it was wow. we just found some good places. And Dirk is just he's on the train with me, man. He's like yeah. he eats yeah. fajitas everywhere we go. Right. Everywhere we go, and he's like, that. he's like the fajita yeah, no, connoisseur yeah, now. With this. Yeah, yeah. But right. yeah, Mexican man. Because, but when I was in Europe, why Calvin says that? Because when I was in Europe, I had the schnitzel rating system. Okay. Like, I was, I had to have something. You know, I was the American. I was, right. you know, yeah. they always talked. I always, I love to eat. Like, <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I ask my wife, "What's for dinner?" And right. She's yeah. like, Come on now. Right. Same way, man. But I love to eat, so I'm, it's always the next meal. You, Michael Garrett, our team manager now, he's like, dude. <laughs> I'm like on the radio at test days. I'm like, did you get Chick Fil A again? <laughs> yes, I love Chick Fil A. <laughs> it's barbecue tomorrow then. Woo! <laughs> so he's like, man. And then I'll be sniffing. I'll stop for a change, and I'm like, the food's here, isn't it? He's like, why? I'm like, food's here. Don't lie to me. I can see people eating Chick Fil A nuggets <laughs> yeah. back there. <laughs> They're like, hide it, hide Don't it. Fool me. He's not gonna try uh, anymore. But yeah, I just I started this thing. I started eating Wiener Stitch. I'm like, ooh, Wiener Stitch looks good over here. Okay. Especially Austria, Bavaria, you know, sure. it's some good stuff. Yeah. And then I had this rating system and then Jens Marqu got on it, yeah. the BMW motorsport manager, and he's like he's like, So what's this one? And I'm like, Man, so it's it's about cutting the fork with the fork, right? Okay. The fluffiness sure. of the the actual breading. Of the actual breading, sure. Yeah. And the and the size. Like is it like, when you get a, a Wiener Schnitzel over there, it's can be the size of a platter. You know, so I was on this whole thing, and I had the best one ever in Austria. We stayed at this castle near the Red Bull Ring. Okay. Oh, it's so good. It was really good. So <laughs> that was my thing. That's what I started to be known. They actually did like an interview with me about schnitzel. Nice. Yeah. You <laughs> know more PR about stuff. it than like the regulars. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh yeah. They're like, no, we don't do sure. that. Yeah. So when traveling Europe, best schnitzel would be the Red Bull Ring. Red Bull Ring, and I don't know the castle, but there's a castle you can stay at there. But and there's it's castles everywhere you go. It's exactly there, right. It? So okay. to the west. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that one. That the nearest, one of those. Nearest castle yeah. you can stay in to the west of the Red Bull Ring on the main road. Okay. Fair Fair enough. Schnitzel in town. Yeah. I had a good one in Berlin. I remember that. Berlin had good schnitzel. Yeah. Well, that's, I've been through some schnitzel, man. I remember you in like, you had an injury. That kind of like sideline your career, but I don't know what it was, but it was something with your back. That one's not on YouTube. Toy Atlantic. It was 2002. It was the beginning of the season. Milwaukee, uh, an oval test, obviously, yeah. before Safer Barriers. Okay. I'll preface it with that. Yeah. Uh, before Safer Barriers. Was uh, that a carbon tub back then? Carbon tub. Yeah. yeah it was the it was a uh, 014. So it was the Swift, yeah. the 14. Um, nope, not true. It was double eight. Okay. It was still double eight. And, um, yeah, so we were testing Milwaukee. It was a big test, 20 cars, right? Yeah. It was before um, – it's after Mexico City. We'd finished second, but it was before uh, Long Beach. Okay. So I think it was, in, it was in March, whatever. So I um, we were testing there, and luckily there was 20 cars, so they had the safety – simple yeah, safety absolutely. team there. They had um, Mike and Dave, Big Dave, um, there, and um, just in a rental car to help out. And yeah, just I was driving. It was cold. It was like 50 degrees. I remember it was tough to get tire temps up, and um, and then we had some malfunction uh, in the right rear, like suspension issue. Yeah. And that Milwaukee was flat for us. Yeah. Our, my car wasn't good enough, but Hunter Ray was flat. Right, right. <laughs> we were we were trying to be flat, and it was sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Something went wrong entering three on the right rear failed basically, and it was so fast couldn't even catch yeah. it. So it's backwards before I even know it. But I never lifted. Yeah. I kept wide open throttle because for some reason I thought I'm going to whip this thing. I'm going to go right hand down. I'm going to whip this thing back around. Right. Stay wide open and try and just glance off the wall. Yeah. Right. Like up in the middle of three and four. 
Dude, my trajectories were all wrong. So <laughs> I got it way wrong. So right. I had turned in further than I thought, got around the corner more. And so when I did the big spin, I was heading towards turn four, not up the and track. And you're like flat out going in, nose in. So yeah. I, and I whipped it back around. All worked to plan until yeah. I came back around and the, I went bam, like straight lawn in. dart. Yeah. Ugh. But more like concrete dart. So like literally a couple degrees of angle to the right. It broke the tub around the right side, so it exposed my legs on the right side. You could oh, see Jesus. in it. Didn't my legs didn't come out? Yeah, but still. But the impact was so 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 abrupt. After the fact, they came up with 125 Gs, Jesus Christ. and like the sensors were maxed out on pi yeah. back then at yeah. like 40 or something, right? right? But they started to do the deducting on what had broke and how the Hans device got me. Mm-hmm. So I just started wearing the Hans device that year. That's when Hans device just came out mandatory in 2002, and um, yeah, so I went in so hard that broke my back instantly, uh, three vertebrae. But the crazy thing was, so I hit, boom, and I'm like, oh, and I immediately felt fire in my back. Yeah. I thought the engine crankshaft had oh, gone like through oh, into right. my yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought so it went through the fuel cell yeah. into my back. It hurt so bad. And I'm sitting, I'm like, oh, oh, and I can see my wife's on pit line. She's the team manager for the team. Yeah. The whole crew, yeah. we were the first stall at so entrance so them. they're looking they're looking at me yeah i'm like don't even cover i need an ambulance i broke my back for sure my yeah. back's broke so dave and mike get up there and i'll never forget big mike's straddling the car he's like what's wrong i'm like my back's broke my back's broke he's like no he's like, it can't be your back he's like, are you sure he's like yeah my back's broke man i can feel it. it's, it's killing me so he's like he gets me out whatever and what happened was when i hit i didn't make my seat right i didn't have enough yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. um Lumbar. Yeah. yeah. So I I was kind of hunched over. I kind of hunched over anyways, and okay. I just kind of built it. It was comfortable. And so when I hit, my belts didn't even activate. Ugh, I went right. down the inside yeah, of yeah. them and curled me up into a ball, like oh, really right. small. <sighs> so it crushed the front of my vertebrae into like pie shapes. So your vertebrae are normally like rectangle, uh-huh. yeah. basically. So I have like 40 degrees smash on one front yeah. still today, and then 28 on one, and then 12 on the other. So I smashed three vertebrae, and they're called they're called uh, stable compression factors. Okay. Severe. So they were, it's like hitting a hard boiled egg on the table and the shell shatters, but doesn't come off. Yeah. yeah. So they're all like that. So they're, <laughs> if you moved and you did something else, they could, piece could fly off yeah. and be big trouble. But and if you stay stable, it was okay. Yeah. Um, broke my tailbone off about <laughs> three quarters wow. of an inch, an okay. inch straight off the bottom because the impact in the floor. Right. And then, uh, my left knee, both my knees went through the tub up, up. Yeah. And then the first, first piece of tub is false kind of like just a p- thin piece of carbon yeah. it used to have holes drilled in it and uh, we didn't have any padding there and it went my left knee because i was a left foot breaker my foot my leg was higher my left knee went all the way through that and then hit the shock mount on the bottom where the shock mount bolts the tub oh, wow. on the bottom and uh Thank and you. broke my kneecap right in half oh. and then um <laughs> thanks all the time and then uh my right <laughs> yeah so then on my my ribs got sheared by my Hans device. So that's how they decided the impact was so high. So my head hit it hit so high, it slowed my head down, but it dissipates energy straight yeah. into your rib yeah, cake. Yeah, it yeah. sheared my top two right ribs like a sawzall. Like, pink. But the craziest part is, I didn't know any of that. All I knew, my back broke. Right, they right. They took me to the hospital in Milwaukee, and they x-rayed it, and they're like, oh, you got uh, two vertebrae, bro. Okay, all right, fine. Well, first, first thing was, now we got our lunch. It's a great time to tell the story. First thing is they had to reattach my uh, tailbone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. tell you how that goes down. Dude, that is like yeah. the can worst pain. They're like, hey, can you? Um, we're going to need to roll you over here. And then snap, snap with the gloves to go. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of uh, puppeteering. Yeah. And then they had to, they had to 
put it back on. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. like it was just floating down there. So oh, they like wow. kind of put it there and like, okay, that should okay. stick, right? And then I, I don't think they got it right. I have. I you have a tail that's now. why you always see me <laughs> funny. I think it's aimed slightly. There's a couple degrees of, of mis, miscalculation there. But, yeah, man, then I ended up three days there in the hospital, went down to Trammels. Uh, yeah. D.D. Rogers had me transport in a limousine because they wouldn't take me any other way. Ended up in a limousine, a stretch limo, just laid there, oh, wow. down to Ortho Indy in Indianapolis. And uh, saw Dr. Trammell, and he's like, oh, you got three vertebrae broke. Oh, the other thing was I was laying in bed in still in Milwaukee, they said I had two vertebrae, didn't even know about third one. It said nothing about my legs. And I went to get up. They said, oh, you can't go up to pee, but I couldn't pee in bed. You know, they want you to just roll over and pee in right. like a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do it. Still this day, I can't pee in the car, can't do anything. Right, so yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. So I told everybody, I'll, I'll do it, but I need everybody out of the room. I had Natalie stay, and I'm like, I'm getting up. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> watch how this is going to work. I'm getting right. up, and I'm walking yeah. to the toilet because I'm We're about to this. pass out. Yeah. Right. So I walk over. Do, 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 do. I come back and lay down. I'm like. Man, my leg is killing me. My left leg, and we pull the covers up, and my left leg is one size all the way down, like uh, the size of my thigh. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like, uh oh. Yeah. And they call. She calls them back in. They're like, uh, yeah, where did you get that X-ray? And then they go, oh, well, good thing you didn't walk because you could have <laughs> tore your knee right now. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, like, good yeah, thing. That's yeah. a to- real, totally. real, good, real good thing. Good, good times. Down to Indy, and um, yeah, Trammel fixed me up, and then. This, I'll be done with the story in a second. We eat, but I get home. We live in Ohio. I'm laying on the couch six, probably five days later. My and I'm um, I sneeze right, really hard sneeze. I'm like, oh, oh god, something just something went wrong up here in my chest. <laughs> right, I did because I didn't know I had broken rib. Right. Well, oh. all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, it hurts so bad. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. And never thought to look. I was just like, I'm not getting up. I just laid down. I'm like, okay. I get up. It was the day that my wife could wash me. Okay. I only had, like every three days, I'd oh, just wow. stand straight, take it's the cast. Sponge Thursday. Yeah. 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 Take right. my cast off of my upper body, and she would give me the wash down. And she got right here. And she's like, what is that? It looked like a finger sticking out. Oh, no. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> and it was like poking straight out. I'm like, uh, that uh, wasn't there. Right. That's a new wow. one. A couple days ago. So okay. anyways, I sneezed my rib broken and they s- and called Trammell. He's like, yeah, well, you can come in, but all we're going to do is re-break it, and, you know, that's it. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> Later on that night, I sneezed, and uh. it went halfway back. <laughs> and that's Get the pepper! And that's, and that's where it stayed all my life. <laughs> so, anyway. One thing I noticed uh, in the two big accents I know about you, both times your thought process was, why f***ing open uh, <laughs> like, actually, I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, when you were like, yeah, I saw times. the jump coming, so I was like, you know what, full throttle. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so I lost the rear end going into three, and I just thought, okay, I'm gonna peg this thing. Full. I was like, but both, both of them, those didn't go well. Both of them ended up like a ridiculousness <laughs> scene where there's whiskey throttle. Right, whiskey throttle. I love that <laughs> ridiculousness yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's always like go wide open, and then it's like, uh oh, I can't not go wide open. <laughs> yeah, now I'm committed. Whiskey throttle. Whiskey yep. throttle. Yep. Yeah, I end up. Yeah, maybe I have to think about that. Yeah, next time that's happening, just be like, wait, twice a row. Yeah, yeah, that didn't end well. Yeah. So maybe my my non motorcycle experience isn't working. Yeah, out maybe for you me. shouldn't <laughs> ever ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> Please. That's a good piece of <laughs> good piece of information. I never thought about that either. One of the it's interesting fun. questions for me with with your career is obviously, you know, if 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 uh, F1 and IndyCar aren't going to be on the cards, going DTM racing is pretty fucking awesome, and. Um, you know, we all know your talent, but if you were to look at the statistics that, you know, the couple of years you were there weren't maybe statistically where you would have liked them mm-hmm. to be. How would you summarize those couple of years? Well, I, I would do it again. I mean, I would, a lot of people think 
you know, sometimes I they think, oh, would you ever do it again? Well, yeah, I would do it again for sure because I think it was a great experience. And I was, like I was saying, I, I couldn't have done Europe when I was younger. It was right. just the right now, time. Now, why do you say that? Just like maturity-wise, uh, comfortability? Comfort. Okay. Yeah, comfort in traveling, comfort in being away from my family. Right. I would have been so homesick. Right. I know it. I mean, right. I just know myself enough to know I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it. Well, and, and again, just for, for people who aren't familiar with sort of the California landscape, like a guy like Patrick Long grew up basically in like the Venice Beach area, which is very metropolitan, but yeah. this part of Sacramento is fairly, I don't know if agriculture is the right yeah, word. Yeah, I mean, I but it's, it's, country. Right? Yeah, it's, it's not San Francisco or, or yeah. any of that. Or like it's, it's way now out. is kind of a city now, but I've, I've when I was a kid, it was country town. It was yeah, like a, exactly. it wasn't even a suburb mm-hmm. of Sacramento. It was right. a cow town. Right. And, uh, you know, I've moved myself even further east just outside to be more in the country still, you know. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's – and, you know, I just spent a lot of time with my – my parents, my family, because yeah. we spent so much time racing together. My dad and I yeah. traveling the country, driving a motorhome and trailer, or a box van or whatever. So I just wasn't used to being on my own like right. like that. So it would have been it would have been weird for me. And even like I had to, I talked about when I was at when we were talking about going to DTM. I was like, you know, my mind my mind is right to go to Europe. You know, like I right. can do this. Like yeah. it's I'm actually interested in seeing the different countries i'm interested in right. doing it it wasn't like oh my god i gotta go to europe to do this deal yeah you know it was it was different so i um that was one thing i mean i'm i'm glad it took that long and to have the opportunity at that age you know in dtm yeah, right. Right. it was like almost almost weird and crazy you know it just at that out. age you mean as in being because as because i was 30 right so in other words like yeah I I mean, saying older same age but old for yeah DTM older for guy, dtm yeah. standards yeah. or f1 because dtm is really like Nearly F one, unless right. you're a guy, unless you're a guy that's been in DTM for a while, like Tom Check and X Trump, right. those sure. guys. Right. I mean, they were 18 coming in, yeah. right. and they just been there for a while. Right. I yeah, was right. 34 coming in, yeah. right. right? So it was a little bit like, wow, this is pretty cool to get this chance at this late age yeah. with this knowledge and you know right. being yeah. totally. kind of more at I would say the peak of my career. You right. know, like my personal judged peak of my career. Right. You know. Right. Which to me is knowledge and bravery, where they cross like <laughs> talking horsepower. You know what I mean? Right. So 100%. There's, there's, that's that's your peak, if you ask me. Yeah. But um, yeah, and so it was just it was a it was a great experience. It was so different, man. It's like F1. I mean, these guys are like the way the cars are set up, the garages, right. the yeah, it's a big the deal. Style of doing it was when I see sort of the sort of the relationship between guys within the paddock is probably very very different. Than very different. Sports yeah, cars, sure. Yeah, and one of the biggest thing for me. Um, the biggest thing for me was flying the flag and being the only American to do it. Yeah, like yeah was, absolutely. It was, it was a big deal. I know, you know, Danny Sullivan had been there four races, but never did it full time. Yeah, so you were the first I wasn't the only American, but I was the first full time American right. in the history of the in series. the history of the series. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I I still hold American records, even right. though my statistics weren't that great. In right. the gym. I still hold like best finishing and best qualifying, sure, right. and, sure. you know, whatever laps led. And so, you know, that that to me was a big deal. And I still remember. You, I remember you posting uh, something about me being American and yeah. and you know giving good luck and all that and fly the flag. That was and that really was. It's a big deal. A man. big deal to yeah, me because yeah, yeah. I'm a very patriotic person. Likewise, and I mean I would not, be. We're not getting phone calls to go to Germany to race in the German Dutch Master Series. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, Deutsche yeah, Touring Car Master. Yeah, I mean that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, um, and it just it was the way it worked was a perfect situation for BMW and for me. You know, I had been I was on that that. T- the the year of Joey the two I the Bill was always always laugh about it but you know because 2011 was a big year for me yeah like starting with Daytona yeah and then Dirk and I won um, 
Sebring, Sebring and then we won like Laguna and Lime Rock, and then we won the championship, and it was just like clean house yeah. year, right? Like the best year right. ever. Right. And that was when DTM was just announced, or BMW just announced DTM coming yeah. back. And I was joking with Mario Tyson, who was the boss Director. at the time, yeah. and I'm like, hey, so DTM would be cool with American, isn't it, huh? And him and I got actually kind of close, like we were like buddies, you yeah. know, right. which people were like, you and Mario Tyson? It doesn't, like really, doesn't yeah. really fit. <laughs> <laughs> just, you, you two staying together, it just looks weird right. with your hat and <laughs> his mustache. But he's just because he never flipped your hat. Yeah, he's exactly. He's a, he's a great dude. And I, w- I just talked, like, candidly with him. Right. Like, hey, Dad, let's, I think you should have American. Just right. kind of joked. And I kept saying, I'm like, why not American? It's like, ah, you know, maybe, but this is not the time. I'm like, but why not? Yeah. I kept doing like my kids would do. But why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why? And it just turned into, they're like, at the end of the year, we won the championship. And then they came, then Jens Marquat had kind of taken the reins and I'd got close with him also and he's like so what we're going to do we're going to give you a test as like a congratulations for winning the championship yeah. we're going to give you a test in in the DTM car at Monte Blanco in Spain and it's going to be in two weeks <laughs> I'm like yeah this is Atlanta awesome. right yeah. and I'm like okay that's great perfect it's fine so I thought ah oh, it's just giving the American a chance yeah. you know there's like kind of you know, slap on the butt. Yeah, there you yeah. go. This cool. isn't real. Yeah, whatever, yeah that's, right, kinda, that's the way I went, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I went there with a great attitude in that respect as far as, like, what's the worst can happen? Yeah. Like, I didn't really because. count it as a shootout. didn't have a lot of pressure on my – personally right. put on my shoulders. And so I went over and just threw down and had a good time. And I got – the first day I was in, like, the test mule or whatever, sure. right? Like, the, the oldest car, the heaviest car. And I went pretty quick. And then everybody got food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, okay. everybody but you. 70, but I did too. Oh, okay. okay. So it wasn't yeah. you. So, everybody so this wasn't the Red Bull ring then because <laughs> was, we know it's not that schnitzel. Yeah. yeah so, so all the BMWs guys are getting food poisoning and they're dropping like flies, right? Yeah. Like crew, like 75 people. I think it was water, contaminated water. Oh, so they right. washed the food. That's in. rough. So I'm like, they're like, okay, so at the end of my test day, I had a full day. They said, all right, so we're going to have you, we want you to come back um, tomorrow and we're going to give you half a day in the newer car oh, cool. right yeah. like the next the level really tester yeah, yeah. test dog and uh, on a different team with a different team i'm like and then i was like huh i think this might have just got real this is not yeah yeah this yeah. might have just got real real fast and then i go to bed that night and i'm like oh no i got it i got it i've got it and i'm like yeah. oh no so i call i wake up i'm up all night and i'm just i'm right. bad shape right. i call the, the main guy i'm like Hey, I I know I'm in the afternoon run, the half day. It was the afternoon yeah. for me. I said I'm gonna just make it. Like I got food poisoning. Also, he's like, yeah, everybody's got. It. He's like, just do what you can. You know, if you get here, you, if you can't right. do it, then you don't need to do it. I'm like, no way. Yeah, I'm gonna. Doing I'm it. doing it. Right. Well, plus so, now you're lighter. Yeah. No, I'm, I was <laughs> yeah. way lighter. <laughs> way lighter. I probably lost six pounds. <laughs> but I get there that day and I could tell it was like, oh, this is this might be a job test right. here. Right. You know, so. And I got there, and they were pretty impressed. I even made. It. I know I didn't look good. Sure. I, like I, they fit the seat, and I went out and sat on the curb on pit lane in the sun. I was like, Stop. uh, yeah. right. And and they remember that, and they told me that afterwards. Like we know you were not in good shape, and you still did a good job. So I went quick. They liked me, and nothing was said. And then came back in. Marco said, "Hey, you, would you be interested? Would you really be interested in doing this? Can you handle it?" I said, "Yeah, but I can't handle moving. I can't yeah. move to Europe. I can't yeah. do that. I, it's just too much for my family. You know." At, at, at my age, with my age kids, yeah. my wife st- works for the state. She has a real job. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We can't just yeah, pack them live. Yeah. yeah. So I said, I'll, I'll, I can do it. I think I can do it. So I did it. And I, I kind of made a five-year commitment to myself that I could do it, yeah. especially after the first year of traveling and all that. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this for five years. 
I think. Maybe. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like 25 yeah. trips a year across right. the ocean. Yeah, I would see all your posts about like, oh, flying from, from – oh. and it'd be from here yeah. to wherever. I'm yeah. like, dude, that's oh, kind of rough. Testing uh, – we tested in the winter in Spain and like Monte Blanco and yeah. these places that – they're cool places, but to get there from Sacramento, yeah, that's dude, a, that's a it was Sacramento, Chicago. One of my routings was Sacramento, right. Chicago, Ireland, Ireland Ugh. to like Madrid, right? And Madrid to some little place sure. like yeah. Perez. Sacramento or whatever. is both a western state of or a west part of the country, but also not a major airport. It's not a major airport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so like yeah, so you have to go to some other major place in the U.S. Yeah, right. so I got a brainiac idea. Jesus. I'll drive to SFO. Right, it's two hours. It's two hours. Well, yeah. Not all the time. It's, yeah, not, it's yeah. four it's hours in yeah. rush hours. So we you catch it morning. wrong. Oh, you catch it wrong, yeah. man. And it can be so bad. So I did that for a little bit, and I got straight into Germany a couple times and then hopped. But it was like, man, I get home, and I got to drive two and a half, three hours. I hear you. It was just – it it it, uh, it was it was a logistics yeah. trick. Yeah. But I still – I loved it. I mean, I was I was lucky the way they f- flew me, and um, it was fun, especially for the first right. year and a half. I was like, man, this is cool. But yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, to answer your question, this, the, the statistics definitely didn't prove well for me, and I've never lost anywhere I went. I mean, that's kind of right. why I drive race cars for a living is my results for right. everything I did, up, they back it up. Yeah. And there, I just, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't like to make excuses, sure. right? But and because you asked the question, I'll tell you a little bit of the story. I started out with the team, the team, the first team I was with was the new team, mm-hmm. like, right. had just got themselves together in time right. for the season start and. They ended up winning the championship with Whitman. Yeah. Last uh, year before last, when I was still there, and and you know they're doing good this year, and so they they've turned into a great team. But they were brand new. They were right. all Toyota F1 guys. The okay. guy who owned it right. just started the team, just got a shop. He w- used to be an engineer at Toyota F1, and so it was just like coming together. Right. Yeah. We were just always a little bit behind. Sure. You know, even in our six cars at the time, right? Because right. there was two in each team. Right. Right. And <coughs> you shared info, but you just. We missed on tire warming. Sure. You know, tire warming is a big deal there. How you do it, uh, you know, how you, what you, per the purging system. Sure. And, you know, all, so much stuff that we just got behind. And a couple of races we found our way. We were like, oh, Red Bull ring. We are P1. We were running good. Right. Wheel fell off. Time for a pit stop. And we're running right. second. You're we're right. like right. threatening to win this deal at Red Bull ring. Like for some reason, Red Bull ring, I was quick every time I was there. But, hmm. you know, just, I got a penalty, uh, us, a uh, uh, sl- not slow zone, but they call it, you know, like a yellow penalty yeah, where right. you had to slow down a certain button. amount of seconds. Yeah. You had to, like, I just missed one time and I was running second. And in these these opportunities, missed opportunities, which are not normal necessarily for me. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, normally that's, I always say I preach capitalize on opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I just kind of missed on a couple of these ones, sure. either my fault or not, but we just missed. We didn't hit it. And, you know, those results would have, those results would stand out today. Right. You know, we yeah. wouldn't. E- you wouldn't even ask that question. Those. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. Those particular two races would have been a second or would first. Would have shown up. Yeah. And um, they would have showed up. And so we just missed on a couple opportunities. And you know, I think in the third year there, um, it the, the rules changed. We had primary tires. We had option tires. I was definitely. I mean, I'll tell you on primary tire, which is a hard tire. Yeah. I just couldn't get a feel. For, I could not get the car set up. And the option tire you would get in the race, it was the only time you got it. You right. never, so you you no never practiced on it. Sure. We got a couple of test days to run a few sets, but it would just show up in a pit stop. Right. We're going options. Yeah. And we had, you go primary, option, primary, or however you want. You run right. three sets tires. And they they were planning on making me a shirt that said, Joey loves option tires. <laughs> when it went option tires, dude, it was off the chain. I was 
going to the front. Right, right. But I couldn't, I couldn't get there fast enough. You know, I yeah. qualified 12 or something, then you get to the front. And yeah. So it was, it was a little bit of that, just finding our way on the setup. And it just didn't – that primary tire didn't play well for me. Um, so, I don't know. It, it was – I did what I could. It, it was – it's tough when you go – I think the toughest thing was when I – when you get in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. I mean, you know how it is. And you get in a little bit of a slump uh, – and then you're there by yourself, and yeah. you're in a weird world, yeah. in a different yeah. world. It's a little bit trickier to dig out of it, right? Sure. And, um, you know, we just, like I said, when we dug out, then we had a little mistake. We didn't capitalize on right, it, you know? Right, I mean, right. and, and that was that was really it. But I, I, looking back on it, I feel very fortunate to be able to have done that, yeah, you know, because yeah, totally. it was cool. It was like, it seriously was F1 with a body. Yeah. And yeah. the stuff I saw yeah, and how learned cool there is that and car? different ways to do it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Inside was like a double wide IndyCar. Yeah. You know right. I mean? It was just yeah. a, it was a double wide tub. Right. You know, yeah. we sat low. It was super safe. Uh, it was, a, it was just, it was a fun, fun thing to be involved. I mean, the stuff we did for starts, reaction times. Yeah. I mean, we were, we had a, a, a doctor that we got to go see in Italy twice a year. Uh, for fitness and stuff like that, we just—I got to do a lot of cool yeah. stuff. I mean, sure. um, I learned if only I get to do another standing start. I c- <laughs> you learn a lot <laughs> over there in standing starts because right. it's yeah. so critical. Yeah. yeah, they spend a lot of time on reaction time and right. how to like get the clutch going. Right. And the starts are great. I mean, you were—I was doing starts wrong every time I did a standing start in a go kart. I don't know how I even got off the line because right. I never <laughs> did a start right. Nobody ever taught me how to do a start. Sure, right. sure. So sure. loading the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> and like the car's squatting you and you're it, like yeah. oh my god this clutch is getting just annihilated mm-hmm. right, so, right. but yeah it was, it was cool I did a the reason I say that is because I did the um, Aussie V8 supercars in yeah. 2011 yep. also and uh, that I did standing start there and I had not done any standing starts at that time and I was like run 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 with the clutch all the way in and then when it went green I went run 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 they had a line they had a line lock and everything yes, but I didn't do it right I, didn't, no, I was yeah, like oh, what do I do with this I'm yeah. not even sure I was just winging it you know so well, and again we're sitting here at a kind of a small Mexican restaurant in Elk Grove California where you grew up and yeah. you know you're not a rich kid that just sort of bought your way up the, through the ladders I mean you came from what you had in karting and managed to get yeah. rides from, from day one so it's, it's pretty awesome to get to, to yeah, that's a cool level. way to do it I mean so I was able to get it yeah, I was lucky I hit I mean, and it's why I say it. I tell my kids all the time, capitalize on opportunity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just was – I had a lot of people help me, and like, you know, but I was forced – not forced into, but I was – found my way in these driver search programs, which were around back yeah. then. I yeah. mean, Team Green Academy, sure. Team USA Scholarship was one of the biggest ones. Jeremy Shaw helped yeah. me so much yeah. with that program. Um, the DSTP shootout. Like, th- in those days, people were doing shootouts yeah. in Lally. Me and Lally were in a lot of these things together. <laughs> which is oh. weird because he's like 20 years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we did this thing and uh, uh, I always say it's just, it's kind of a funny story, kind of not, but I, we were in England doing the Palmer Audi thing. Yeah. That's Lally's what we did. talked about this a little bit because it was like you, Lally, Sellers, and Edwards. Yeah. Edwards, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, we did it two years at Lally and I. Okay. So I was, Hunter Ray was in there one year, yeah. Giebler was in there one year. But the first year we went, I got in a big accident where the car got split in half. Like the guy behind me, Aaron Justice, his yeah. brake pedal fell off. <laughs> and I was in a hairpin. He was, it was at the end of a straightaway. And yeah. he came barreling down, had no brakes at all, yeah. and s- hit me right at my head. Like yeah. I don't know how it didn't do worse, but yeah. it split the car. It broke the car right in half. It was a, uh, their Palmer Alley cars were uh, aluminum honeycomb cars at that time. But, you know, open wheel cars, they're fast. Yeah, 350 yeah. horsepower, they're cool cars. But So it split the car in half. It dislocated my right knee. So I was done. This is day one. I'm out. <laughs> 
right? And I'm on crutches. I'm in an English hospital. I got this thing. I got crutches, and I got the ones that are around your arm, right. the forearm crutches. Yeah, those so look really cool. I got to watch these yeah. guys. Yeah, they <laughs> look super cool. They make you so cool, especially in England. But I, I, so I have to watch these guys finish up the deal. I'm out. There's yeah. no way I can win this scholarship this year because I'm out. So, But after that, we were going to F1 shops and looking around. Like We went to Jordan, and we went to um, – what it was at the time it would have been Jag with Jaguar and we went to like Honda BAR sure, yeah. at that time some cool stuff but I was on crutches right, <laughs> so we're right. walking all over we're going upstairs on crutches it was a pa- major pain but we were this one point we're in this little town I don't know where it was but we're walking across the street and everybody kind of ran across like all six drivers run across and I'm like <laughs> and Lally's the one last one to go across after me and I'm like uh oh uh oh and there's a car coming and Lally comes back and swoops me up and like drags me across and gets me out of the way of the car. So I always say, Uh-oh. Andy Lally saved my life. <laughs> We've got and another nobody, theme. And nobody ever knows it. Well, everyone yeah. will now. Yeah. Lally saved my life. It's the only time I'll ever say anything good about Andy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But that was, that was, that was, yeah, it was uh, some fun stuff. I mean, so. and that turned into the next year at Team USA Scholarship where I won. Then I ended up winning with Phil Giebler and getting to go back and do the winter series. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just those things turned into something while I was there. It was crazy because while I was there, Lally, I think, was in the DSTP shootout also. Probably. And um, I had won the scholarship, the Team USA scholarship, with a few guys that were in the DSTP shootout because Buddy Rice had just won the championship. They were going to look for a new yeah. young gun, young guy. And uh, I'm in Europe. No, no, I wasn't in Europe yet. I was about to go to Europe for the Palmyra thing, and I'm at the go-kart track because I used to have a karting school. I went all over I did primary school since I was 16, and I'm getting paged. Pager. <laughs> yes, I said paged. What is that? I don't. Can you this elaborate? This is 2000, end of 2000. Had a pager because people always calling. I, I, my phone's blowing up. I'm trying to teach a class. It's the shop. It's the go kart Emmett cart shop. My dad used to run the shop for a long time. Calling everybody's calling. What the hell is going on? So I stop and I'm like, What's going on? I hope there's a fire or something because yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do something. And my dad's like, Ah, oh, these. Jim Griffith from DSCP is trying to get a hold of you, and he says it's a, it's in very important. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, they had done this before where they said, hey, Roger Penske called, and he's, uh, why don't you uh, call him back, right? Like, they had done this. And it was. Chip Ganassi called. Like, right. it was kind of a thing. So I'm like, <laughs> but then it was like, Jim Griffith from DSTP, that's a little tougher to yeah. come up with, right? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's, yeah. So I call back, and he's like, hey, Joey Hens, Jim Griffith here from DSTP. I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's all, uh, yeah, so I saw you won this Team USA scholarship, and uh, we're doing a shootout ourselves for our Toy Atlantic ride, which Buddy Rice just won. And, uh, yeah, we saw that you kind of you beat out a couple of the guys that are already in our test, lined up in our test. So we thought, well, you should be involved too. Right. You want to do it? I'm like, uh, yeah. 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 That, that's a strong, that's that's a strong yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the deal, though. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, so it's, it's on a Tuesday, and it's right between the two race weekends where you race in England. So uh, the uh, Palmer Audi Winter Series was two weekends, two right. races, yeah. both weekends, Snetterton and Brands Hatch, right? And so he's like, so we're in, we're up for it if you're up for it. So you got to fly back on Monday. We'll cover the flight for you even. Fly back on Monday. You do the test at Butler on Tuesday in Bakersfield, right? And and then you fly back Wednesday and you can do your race at Brands Hatch. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I'm way down. So I flew in. My dad picked me up at SFO. Drove me on Monday because I raced on Sunday. So I flew on Monday, but I beat the time, right? So he drives me all the way to Buttonwell. We sleep in the car. Don't even get Don't even. (laughs) There's no reason to go to a hotel because he drove me till four in the morning. So we sleep in the car. And I wake up to tap, tap, tap. It's one of the crew guys. He's all, hey, are you Joey Hand? I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> like this, this is, I can't make this up. I tried. He's like, are you Joey Hand? He's like, hey, uh, can you come fit the seat? I'm like, yep. So I got in the car, and I want to say I used Lally's seat, and they just put me in there, and I was like, yeah, whatever it works. And this is another one of those ones that I was like, there's no way it's me. Like, there's yeah, no right. – they're just, like, filling seats, I felt like. You know, like, there's no way this – I'm kind of off the radar kind of yeah, guy because yeah. Giebler was in it. Uh, I think John – hey, John Fogel. I don't know. It was it was a group of guys that was pretty strong yeah, and had yeah. some experience, and I had Foreman Mazda. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was going to go Foreman Mazda at Toy Atlantic, and I'm like, there's no way it's me, right? And – uh, so I was just like laid back. I'm sitting on the scale pad. I'm telling them how I watched Aaron Brockovich like nine times because <laughs> that's all that was on, and I was an E on a triple seven, so okay. I yeah. couldn't get in, couldn't get out. Right. Stinky people. All these stories. And I'll never forget that day because the guys were really cool crew guys. Yeah, and we're just talking while they're doing setup. I'm sitting in the car right. and I go do my laps on the button wheel short course, you know, yep. like the East Loop or whatever. Yeah, the East Loop, and uh, yeah, and then I get out. I'm like, yeah, cool. Dee Dee's out there on a cub. She's driving around. She fell down that day in a cub out in the middle of the racetrack. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just never, I, I never forget that stuff. And um, yeah, so I left. I'm like, hey, guys, thanks, man. My dad drives me back to SFO. I get on a plane, go back. I'm driving. And I had a phone in brand, at Brands in Europe, like a little pay phone. Yeah. And I'm st- I'll never forget. I'll stay on the backside of the garages at Brands Hatch to to, to drive uh, in the Palmyra thing. And Jim Griffith calls. He's like, hey, Joey, it's Jim Griffith. I'm like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Not me, I know, whatever, okay. And he goes, hey, yeah, so we really enjoyed you. Dee loved you, and uh, yeah, you're our guy. You're our choice. I'm like, what was that? Right. He's like, yeah, you're our choice. So if you want to do it, you're in. I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. I didn't even ask. Done I didn't even. Done. I didn't even ask any questions. Like, yeah, what are the deal? Details. Yeah. <laughs> details <laughs> yeah. like, how do I make money? I do a karting school. And then we started to, I just said, I'll take it. And, you know, end up, they wanted me to move to Ohio. I gave my karting school to my buddy. I said, hey, can I work at the shop? And, because I need to. Yeah, I, I don't have any money. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I need to work. Yeah. So like, can I work at the shop because I don't want to work a real job? And like, yeah, yeah, we can find something for you to do. You just be a mechanic on the week and right. drive the car on the weekend. So I went there. My wife went to work for Key Bank, and I worked the shop. And I did. I cleaned the toilets. I did whatever. I cleaned the cars, yeah. wheels. Yeah. I loaded the stock, the truck, and I did that for three years. And uh, my wife ended up being team manager. And that's. But it was just like that the little test of button wheel. Yeah. That opportunity. And just kind of being, you know, just doing it, going quick. It was the situation. It, right. It was, it, it was a big deal for me. That was a big – I I felt like when I made it to Atlantic, Atlantic there was no was stopping it. me. Yeah. yeah. You, like, that era, the tough yeah. jump was to Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, Toy yeah. Atlantic yeah. was the jump. That was the tough – or Indy Lights. But that was the tough jump. I yeah. felt like once I got there, it was yeah. smooth sailing IndyCar. Right. Sure. And then that, that accident in 2002 – really kind stunted that, that a little yeah. bit yeah. Yeah. yeah not saying i would have made it to indycar but i mean that definitely that didn't right. help me yeah for sure that didn't help Damn. so lally saves your life sellers obviously <laughs> is, is one of the greatest guys in the world who would you punch in the face if you could oh man that's that's not a good question <laughs> it's a great question <laughs> it's an awesome question what do you mean what if we bleep it out <laughs> no <laughs> i just want to know for me <laughs> <laughs> this does not end well for me but the, the I think we already figured out <laughs> whoever taps the bill on my hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's anybody. <laughs> That's yeah. That yeah. I'm going to end up with 20 people. Fans are going to come up to you and be like, tap the bill on my hat. Yeah, yep. that's going to be annoying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not I, – I am that guy, but I'm not that guy till it's really extreme. Yeah. And yeah. that nowadays for me is anybody that messes with my family is going to be – Sure. In big trouble, but yeah. I'm not. I don't think I should name names. I know who it is. <laughs> oh God, now I have to know. Is there anybody that not necessarily like a 
like a anger thing or whatever, but just somebody that you're always finding yourself up against. That you're like, God, this I'll guy. tell you, I'll tell you who that is. And you guys have already talked to him and he, he knows, so it's not going to matter. It's Pat Long. <laughs> it's definitely Pat Long. Yeah. And he is, he is definitely the guy that I can't shake. That we cannot shake each other. Yeah. I mean, well, he's so short. I mean, you have to really <laughs> bend down to like shake the guy. <laughs> no, he's, you know, I mean, the fun, the crazy thing is, you know, it's, He's a hard racer. I'm a hard racer. Yeah, and we've yeah. raced ever since we were kids against each other, yeah. you know, and you just. Weren't you teammates you know, at one point? <laughs> we were at on the Ruby Tuesday car That's once. Right. That's yeah. right. And it was the most awkward hello <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, did you know he was going to be there or vice versa? when you? Uh, Al- no, I went there okay. with Bill Oberlin. That's and then right. Alex Job goes, yeah, so we're going to have Andy Wallace and Patrick Law. I'm like, of course. <laughs> really? Like. <laughs> I don't know how that – I told Joe, I said, you know, Pat Long and I, we hit each other more than we, like, race with each other. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what it is. And we just – we just don't have the same racing style. Yet, okay. you know, he's, he's – obviously, you fast. know, he's a wheel man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he can get it done in so many different things. And because of that, we end up in so many things together. Right. Continental Challenge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, ALMS, I mean, it doesn't seem to matter where we go. We end up next to each other. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we I'll, – I'll never forget, we had – Knockdown dryouts in Marshalltown, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> that place, of course. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Who my little, my little Who brother. Uh, yeah, I think my little brothers had run-ins with Pat Long. Really? <laughs> yeah, when they were little, like <laughs> littler than now. Well, my little brother is bigger than me. He's he's like four years older than me, but I mean four years younger than me and twice my size. But yeah, no, I mean, you know, and it's funny because I think Brian Sellers is good friends with him. A yeah. lot of people I know is good friends yeah. with him, but. I, I just it's so weird I mean you know how it is when you race people yeah. for so long and when you especially when you start young like here's a good example Phil Giebler and I I mean I don't know if we could have disliked each other anymore right. when we were kids our yeah. dads didn't like each other That's right. it was so cut though. it was like kill kill yeah. I mean I don't care what you ever do you beat them you know yeah. like and you get you're young and you're trained to like win at all costs, yes, right. right? And that, at, least, at least that's the way. Yeah, just sweep right. the leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, I, got, I, got, I got lines. <laughs> and Rhino Brian Sellers, so yeah, I got oh, yeah. lines. Uh, but you, you're trained to just go, you know, fight to the death, really, you know? And um, Phil Giebler and I pretty much were trained not to like each other, and we ended up at that, that uh, uh, Team USA thing in yeah. England together. Yeah. And after we had won... We were together, right. and like Jeremy Shaw said, "Okay, you guys are gonna share a van. You're gonna share a, a place to live, like same room." I'm right. like, "How's this gonna go?" Like yeah. we've tried to hurt each other <laughs> in racing vehicles. My dad's gonna be mad since we're out twelve. With <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And we became like good buds, yeah. like great yeah. buds. Like ended up being like, "Hey, we kind of just like stepbrothers." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> do we, we just come as friends? friends? Let's yeah. Do karate. Let's do karate in the garage. You want to do karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah, like. We were kicking awesome. our beds apart in England, like moving. We were like, yeah, we got so much more room. <laughs> <laughs> New kind of food. Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, so, yeah, and Pat Long just and I just haven't had that time together. Right. I guess. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> we, yeah. haven't, we yeah. haven't been able to turn it around. Well, we figured out our season three podcast. Yeah. It's <laughs> the bringing Dinner together. with Racers with Ryan, Sean, Joey, and Pat. <laughs> Joey and Pat. We're going to go on a road trip together. Yeah. I could do it. You know, as I get older, man, I, I'm actually not a, a grudgy person and it was like I don't hold a grudge but you yeah. know there's just been no reason for us to uh, you know hang out and be buds right. and then we end up on the track together and we're like ah. 
right. Do you think having kids changed you like that, like with your on-track behavior? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, on, no, on track, I think I got – a lot of people think I got more aggressive on track <laughs> with kids. <laughs> it's like I – This is the is one this way I can – tired and angry. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, yeah. I'm the type of person, like I'm a survivor. Like I'm a survivor. Yeah. Uh, self uh, – explain survivor i guess um self-proclaimed survivor but i also am like the one that i always feel like i need to um i need to feed the family right, right? Yeah. so like i think that my mindset goes to you know that that whole fight or flight you know and yeah, i will yeah. always fight yeah, <laughs> so yeah, and and i think that's what the racetrack part yeah. of it is you know i know that racing is how racing is and you have to be on your A game for so much or you're not gonna have a job and I do not want to clean pools right. or doing not and, and my brother and my dad had a pool cleaning service so I know what it's all about yeah, right. and that's why I say clean pools like, I'm seriously not I don't want to do yeah. that and uh, one pool's enough at my house but you know I just I really enjoy racing and, and I can't imagine not doing it right. and I think that's what drives me on track you know like that's like especially the racing part I love racing right. I actually really love racing the battle the mind games sure. you know the actual war type right. deal um and and i definitely haven't they always say oh you slow down when you have kids no now you're good. i think i get you're a little good. i get a little crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time i've heard that argument that direction but yeah i, I get I it. like that yeah yeah, yeah. Get it. so your oldest is 10 10 so son's 10 my daughter 35 36 i'm 37 now so you can bleep that part out okay yeah yeah <laughs> We will. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're 27 years old, changing diapers. Oh, dude. Not, like, at, were, were you thinking like, okay, like I'm an adult now. Well, like, and you're still trying to get the rides and and, and the big success. Yeah, I mean, I I blended right in that pretty quickly, yeah. pretty easily. I spent a lot of time around kids, not like diaper kids, but I started coaching a lot of kids when sure. they're four years old. Some of them like. Like Ryan Finney, I don't know if yeah, you know him. He does like yeah. indie light stuff. He was eight when I started. His his brother was four. Okay. Uh, I travel all over the country with those kids. Neil Alberico, yeah. who yeah. does indie lights now, uh, start with him. When he's eight. You know, so young kids, youngish kids. I I was already kind of parenting them because uh, they'd spend time with us, and it was like, hey, it's my way. When yeah, you're yeah. with me, I'm in charge, yeah. right? So I felt like when I had kids, I had already done it before, except for the the poopy diaper stuff, and right. I'm. I'm a dad. I did it, but I'm sure glad I had a boy first. Let yeah. me tell you, because I know the parts. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fair let me tell you. Yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah. I get do you guys it. have anybody have kids? No. So let me. T- if you bad. ever have a girl, for the guy, it's confusing. I mean, not like <laughs> everybody's gonna laugh. How you should know, but no, like, like, what do you like? What are how the do rules we, here? Like, yeah. how much poop do we have to get out of there? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it like Swiss watchmaker? Like, yeah, is it, so. does it have to be totally sanitary? Yeah, because like, I'm running out of wipes here. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> gonna spray it down. <laughs> I was one of those guys that was like, you know, we we do not, we are not poor enough to save on wipes. Like, my wife's like, oh, I can do it with one wipe. I'm like, but why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's. Right, I'm let's going right. to Costco and getting wipes. Right. Uh, I'm going to use some wipes, kids. <laughs> like, I'm like flinging wipes. Yeah. I got them stacked in my pockets, like ready for battle when I do diaper changes. So she laughed at me, and that's the way I still barbecue. Nothing. I mean, wait, it kind of jumped. Wait, wait, what just happened? Kinda, <laughs> I'm never eating with, at your house. I mean, with the rags in my pocket. Everybody thinks it's funny. I got rags stuff everywhere, but you always need a rag to wipe off. But, yeah, I was – and I'm not a big – I mean, I'll say that I'm not I, – I don't mind saying I'm not a big kid guy, like – other like other people's kids sure right sure. i love my kid i have such a great time with my kids um but man i i struggle there's a handful of kids that i that i dig well, 
Because now mean, you're around kids because your kids have friends. It's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the drama starts for me. Yeah. Like these, these play dates and these, you know, forced awkward situations where, you know, like you have to take all the kids, go to one place and you're like, oh my goodness. Right. Like, what's happening here? You, you know what you, I mean? So, I don't know if you've followed Louis C.K. at all, the comedian. No. But he, he, you'd like his stuff because he's very often talking about how forced two dads having to hang out at a yeah. play date and he's like, I don't care about you. Like, <laughs> Just here for the kids. Yeah. Especially like, because I'd imagine in like the parent circle, you've got the interesting job. So yeah. they feel the need to yeah. tell you that relatable story that's completely not relatable. Yeah, I used yeah. to drag race back yeah, in high exactly. school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my dad no, knows that, a uh, that, stock car driver. That know? one comes all, yeah. both of yeah. those come all yeah. the time. But yeah. Yeah. no, I've, I've, I'm like, I have a lot of cool dads around that are like, f especially a lot of firemen. Like okay. where we live and what we do, there's yeah. a lot of, I have a lot of law enforcement friends okay. and family. Yeah. And, um, and, and, Love those guys. Probably would be law enforcement if it wasn't for racing, but uh, and firemen. So you know they're they're cool, and and a lot of those guys honestly don't even want to talk about it anyways. So it works right, because yeah. I'm not a big talker about stuff, and sure. so um, <laughs> it ends up being just more awkward silence, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, but it is it does end up being sometimes a little. I don't know. People people ask, and like then you have the cool job, yeah. and then it's a li it's almost awkward because you have the cool job. Yeah, and, and like, like you don't know how to you not sound like I don't a wanna, complete soul. Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be like. Oh yeah, you know, I well, yeah, I was in Germany last week. Yeah, your dad's yeah. cool too. This morning, one of the reasons why I, I do this later is I did a thing in my daughter's class this morning in oh, my driving suit. It's all about me week for her. Okay, you and you can bring it. Parent. Yeah, <sighs> I oh wait here. Yeah, I almost. You don't even I know how close I would have lost my shit if you I almost did it, and the only reason I didn't is I was like, I don't want to have to change though. <laughs> It'd be funny. You're like, okay, now go change. If it wasn't just audio, like I would totally do it. But because I had mean, it all out. Does that out. mean the suit's in the car? No, I left it. No. I left it. But I, I, it was when I was putting it back in. I took it off, and I'm like, oh, this would be great to just walk in. This be that would funny. be good for the video. Like, no one told me. Yeah, yeah. but do we not? Yeah. Where's your suit, Eversley? Uh. Oh, I forget what I was going to say. What's the – oh, yeah, I won't say it. <laughs> so that's yeah, all the reason now we have yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, I just – I don't know how I got on this, but you ever you ever think about how to hold your trophy when you're on the podium? Uh, for certain reasons, not the trophy, the champagne bottle. Like, I never know. Like, I don't like, want to hold it like a. Dick, no, no. Is what I try not but to do. What about like when you go like this? like riding up? Okay, yeah. I generally and I'm suit, like and your suit's I, a little tight. I generally go over the top. All my suits are tight. Kind of fat. <laughs> oh, we always have a thing about. I'm always like a moose knuckle. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a, moose knuckle. <laughs> a ninja foot. Like, so I, yeah, I I've never heard that. Never heard ninja foot. The ninja foot. No, ninja yeah, yeah, foot. I never heard. Yeah, oh, a that's, that's yeah. a funny. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Watching his face good. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I'm using that. <laughs> I just was, I don't know what you said made me think about Moose Knuckle. And we're always like. <laughs> <laughs> said Joey Hand. Yeah. And we're, I, because I'm, I'm never, like, I don't do the two-handed hold over the head right, anymore. Because right. now my friends, I've told the story to my friends that watch. So they look for it. They're looking. So yes. the other day, yep. the other day, my neighbors, yep. they sent a picture. They said, uh. Did, have you talked to Westbrook about the moose knuckle? Nice. <laughs> and they, I said, I said we need evidence, and he had, he had the. Uh, it's like yeah, a screen yeah, grab of a close yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, now I I'm going to think about it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought maybe you guys should do a little poll of who thinks about it and actually adjust their holding position because oh, I yeah. seriously, I mean, I could have a sore shoulder, and like, oh, I'm going one end. Yeah, just I'm one end. Definitely no not what. doing. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not going to get the knuckle on <laughs> Man, this one. Now I'm going to like go through and look at all the podium pics from this year and be like, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Ooh. Ooh, ninja. Yeah. My mom saw that. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Man, that was that could have been. See, I would better. deliberately stuff 
Well, now I'm gonna. Like now, just go gigantic. Like go to the go to the grocery. Like the only tight part of my suit is gonna be like be right there. I visit the grocery. Two plums. Yeah, a couple of plums. You like down go. to the knee. You don't want to make like, it. Okay, come on. Come on. Yeah, you don't, yeah, don't want to go overkill. Yeah. Like, over, you don't want to oversell leg. it. <laughs> you want to oversell it. <laughs> so our, our, uh, as soon as we're done with you here, we're, we're heading off to Aspen, Colorado uh, Aspen. to meet up with Janet Guthrie. <laughs> Isn't that where the sparrows? <laughs> the sparrows are... <laughs> oh, no, that's Capistrano. <laughs> the sparrows are... <laughs> the women. Now I that, Yeah, that's, that's it's from Dumb and Dumber. Dumb right? and Dumber, where yeah, the women. Yeah. With a swarm like the salmon of, of Capistrano. Capistrano. Oh. <laughs> sparrows? Oh, I was wrong. It's not even sparrows of Capistrano. I got it wrong. I think it's salmon of yeah, Capistrano. Yeah. Where the, the women's... It's where the beer flows like wine. Where the Go beer flows that. like wine. Oh, so you... Anyways, you're going to Aspen? <laughs> so if you could ask her one question, what would it be? Um, I would say... Snowboard or ski? So safe. What's she do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. Safe no, question. It's, good. it's yeah. a good. Yeah. It's solid. It's yeah. Solid. So during the you know moving up through your career, I assume open wheel was the target. You know, IndyCar, F1, wherever yeah. you went. Um, obviously, that didn't work out. But obviously, now you've got the overall win at Daytona. You just won Le Mans this year. Obviously, you've hopefully got many good years ahead of you, but. I mean, are you good? Like the 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 Indy 500 <laughs> was never on the cards. Is this good enough? Ah, uh, well, I mean, it's not good enough. I I I just like I like winning races. You know, sure, I'm like yeah. more of a race winner than a championship guy. So, like I just yeah. like to win, uh, and I would like to win the big ones. I think Chip is kind of. I mean, Chip loves championship. Don't get me wrong, but he also is one of the guys he likes. He yeah, likes to one. win the big ones. Yeah. He says it, and he's done it. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. I mean, for me, there's not. Indy 500 is not in the cards, right? right? I don't, I'm not, I'm not really interested anymore. I was, sure. but I think the big ones I've got so far, you know, I mean, I would love to win Lamont overall. That'd sure. be great. Yeah. But, um, you know, I would, would I be satisfied with this if I was done tomorrow? I'd, I'd be pretty satisfied, but I still would like to win more races, you know? Sure. I think one thing I, I would like to do is, um, like a NASCAR road race, I've always wanted yeah, to do a NASCAR yeah. road race. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to go and win a NASCAR road if race. Only you were hooked up with a NASCAR team. I, yeah, I mean, you never, you never know what's going to happen. But right. um, I always, uh, Carol Smith wrote me, and I'm gonna. I just found the letter. It was after the Team Green Academy, uh, and I was doing a resume and I asked Carol Smith to do. Um, I asked everybody to do like a little resume, like one liner, like Joey Hand is cool. <laughs> you know, for whatever. But Carol Smith wrote a long time ago. He wrote, Joey Hand is a throwback to the old school. That's cool. Like That's cool. Mario so Andretti cool. and Carol Smith. And right yeah, now? for those who yeah. don't know who Carol Smith is, I mean, the dude is sort of a legend, but he's he kind of most the famous. Old school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but wrote a ton of books on. Tune to win and drive to win and all yeah. these things. And the yeah. crazy thing is, Carol, the, the round circle, I mean, kind of jumping off subject, but, I, you know, reading the book Go Like Hell, I learned some yeah. stuff about the Ford GT program yeah. in the 60s, and Carol Smith was in there, and yeah. I was. Like just weird that I come back around to this yeah. program and have the history there, and he had so much history in, and he was such he was a fan of mine in in my early days. Cool. He was, that's why I went to him and say, hey Carol, can you, can you write me yeah, something because yeah. it would make yeah. it would mean a lot from you. Totally. And uh, I just found that paper my parents had, and they just moved the actual paper that he yeah. typed it on, and uh, I was gonna get that framed because yeah. my point was getting to was that I always have. I've loved the idea of being that old school guy that could yeah. do anything. Like I did sprint car when I was a kid. I did midgets when I was a kid. I did 
I've done some NASCAR driving right. at Sears Point. I've done some IndyCar open wheel stuff and DTM. I mean, I've been around the block. Yeah. So I really, right. I always want to do that. And I, I'm proud of done on the most of it. You know, I mean, yeah. I didn't drive F1, but I've driven a lot of stuff. And, yeah. you know, I've not won everything, but I've, I've driven a lot of cool stuff and had right. good runs and stuff, yeah. you know. And uh, I'd love to do it, like in a, in the NAS in Xfinity race or something like sure. that. I think would be cool. But, yeah, I think um, – I think after that it's just winning races, you know, doubling up. I'm I'm going after my buddy Bill Arbelin, man. Yeah. He's yeah. he's him and Scott Pruitt, some of my my old teammates, they've put up some some serious numbers that maybe today's style of racing probably is gonna make it tough yeah. to get to those win numbers. Right. But that's why I would say I tell Bill I'm chasing you, man. I'm chasing <laughs> you. <laughs> awesome. He's still winning though, so it's yeah. tough. Yeah, I need him to stop I need job. him to retire before I can actually catch up. All right. Well I guess on that note, thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank thanks you. for giving us time, man. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. No problem. Uh, we know. Hey, you just got back from camping. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, well, I was camping <laughs> and I was moving. My dad. I left that part out. But yeah. Uh, and we got to get to my favorite Mexican restaurant. This place so is killer. Cool. It's all good. Yeah. And you guys got to come to Elk Grove, California. It's off. It's off my there list now. Yeah. yeah. Done. Check, check that. <laughs> right. I'm sure when Kyle Larson, when you do this with Kyle Larson, you'll probably bring him back to the same. We're Mexican not getting Kyle Larson. Yeah, it's never Screw gonna that happen. Guy. <laughs> we got one. We got. We got the real. We got the biggest we celebrity got the big guy. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. All right. Continental's got nice the checks. Guys. Perfect. I'm finished. Wow, that was such a great episode. That guest really knew how to tell a story. Did you like that, Joey Hand, Ryan? Because you're clearly sitting right next to me as I say that. You're welcome, Sean. I'm right here. All right, so to wrap this one out, continuing our pursuit of delivering new music to you, the listener of a free podcast, I want to introduce you to a band who introduced themselves to us. Uh, as you may recall, we put out sort of a calling uh, not too long ago for uh, new bands who want to kind of send us some music and introduce uh, themselves to us and what they're all about. Uh, one particular guy, his name is Sean who had a great name but spells it wrong, uh, found us and, and uh, sent us his band called Son of James. And uh, I actually quite like these guys, and I thought it was kind of a good good feel and good sound uh, relative to uh, people who may come from Elk Grove, California. So here's Son of James. You can uh, listen to more of them on Bandcamp. I believe if you go to their website at sonofjamesmusic.com, you can download the song. I think you have to make a contribution, but hey, give them a couple bucks. They've clearly earned it. I like their style. Here you go. Runs away my mind, it runs away my heart. 
just ran away Time it burns it when my mind it burns it when my heart just ran away Time it burns it when my mind it burns it when my heart just ran away